Evil Squid Comics Podcast, Season 4, Episode 23. I'm Drew. I'm Scott. I'm Don. And we get together every couple weeks and talk about comic books, all the crap we read, all the stuff we watched, everything. Whatever. But right. Who would ever drink that? Nobody so what are we watching? Did you buy that at the show? Remember me? Yes. I ordered mine like eight months ago. And I, I, I did too. It. So you bought one? Yeah, because I'm not going to buy it when it comes in. What is it? Limbo Beach. Limbo oh. Beach. They can just eat it. I watched Wakanda Forever. Did Black you? Black Panther 2. What? Wow. You saw it without me? Sweet. You didn't invite time, me to go? The last time I went to a movie with you was like Django Unchained or something. Oh my Django God. Unchained? That was like 20 years ago. Really? That was the last movie? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Huh. Crazy. Wow. That is kind of crazy. You guys didn't see it? No, no I, I was didn't. going to, but then I had to work on Zach's car, and then I ended up not working on Zach's car, that so just I probably could have gone. That does not sound like Drew at all. What? I know. What, what? Work on what did, Zach's What did car. you have to do? Change a windshield wiper or something? No, someone uh, backed into him and it dented his door and scraped it up so I was going to paint over it. And I was, Dad was going to come help me because I tried to do it myself and it looked horrible. So Dad was going to come help me and so Dad came over to look at it to see how much I screwed it up to see what we need to do to fix it. And he gets here. He's like, well, we can't paint it when it's cold outside. I was like, okay, then... That would have been good to know before I rearranged my whole day around it. So he's like, do you have someplace warm you can put it? I'm like, no. All I have is a garage, and it's cold in my garage. It's warmer in the garage than it is outside. Slightly. So we parked it at my in-law's garage because there's this insulated and shed little space heater that we put in there and kind of warmed it up overnight. And then did it on Sunday. So I could have gone Saturday. Does it look better? I went Thursday night. But it was probably good anyway because I then went to a concert Saturday night. Cool. Jonas Priest! Wow. Really and Queen's Reich! Really trying to relive his youth, isn't he? With Carrie? That nice. was, uh, they already had that? I was going to go. That was Saturday. <laughs> you were going to go? Yeah, you missed it. You no longer have a chance. <laughs> Unless you like travel out of state. <laughs> so, how was Wakanda Forever? Really? What? You didn't wow. like it? That means I'll love it. Dude, I fell asleep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you? But were you tired? He's no. always tired. No, I wasn't <laughs> tired. It just put me to sleep. It's freaking boring in the middle. In the middle, it's pretty boring. Huh? Towards um, the end, in the middle. The middle end. I couldn't even tell you what happened. Other than they had Namor. Namor? That's not how they said it. Oh, they don't say it like that? We've been saying it wrong all these years? No, I think they said it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? No more? Yeah, something like that. No more. Um, What is his origin? His origin? Wikipedia, boy. He's a mutant. But, like, what is his origin? What do you mean? Like, how did he get his power? Like, who was his parents? Like, how was he born? No, wasn't like, like the king of Atlantis and his mom was like a human just like Aquaman or something? Probably. That's not how they do this one. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. I don't know. And he's like Mediterranean or Middle Eastern or something. Yeah, well, it kind of makes sense if he's like a Pacific Islander from the ocean. Mm. It's fine. The, the movie was not, I don't know. I didn't like it. Too long? 
It was way too long. That's it, one. It's like two hours and 40 minutes. Have you noticed every movie now is, is really? like super long? Wow. Probably why I fell asleep. And they didn't have a thing at the end. What? You stayed? I waited around to the end and they didn't have anything. It just went black. Wow. Mm. Maybe that was like a Chadwick Boseman like tribute. Maybe, but I read that there is something. <laughs> there's there's something Well there's a quick after There's a quick after Oh, there's no, not okay. there after isn't anything at, at the, the very, very That's very, pretty very, normal. Very, they usually no, just they do the always quick have ones. they don't always have something at the very They always very have end. something at the very, very end. Uh Thor didn't. Yeah. It didn't. Did, no, it just said Thor will return. But well, uh, that was something. Oh, actually, it <laughs> did. It did. It had, it, has, it had the whole uh, it had thing. thing. Or yeah, they had the uh, yeah. Whatever yeah, it had something. It did. They don't always have that. They always so. do. Okay. Yeah. I don't argue. But um, cool. No, I didn't like it. I saw. Don't worry, darling. I didn't. I like did it. too. I did not like it. I don't know what the hell. That you didn't was. like it. I thought it was awful. I don't, I don't know, know if, if I go awful. It wasn't it, great, it was, but it wasn't awful. It was okay. It was not very good at all. I, it's less than okay. What did you like about so it? So Don't Worry Darling is with Florence The twist Hugh was kind of dumb. And Harry Styles. It's the one that Olivia... What's oh, of course you watched it. It's got your chicken in. Got it. Florence Pugh. I do like Florence See? Yeah, I told you. Florence Pugh. Pugh. She plays um, <laughs> uh, Yelena in the Marvel Black Universe. Widow. She's like oh. uh, Black Widow's sister. Yeah, yeah. I know that. So... Um, anyway, she's apparently not. She's in this with Harry Styles, and they basically. She was Harry Styles's. Yeah, I, I know of but him. But okay. they, it's like it's that movie where they look less. like they live in like the 1950s, and they're uh, having this great relationship. Got the house with the picket fence or whatever else, and the guys all go off, and the women, you know, take care of the home. But there's something going on in this town in the what middle is this of the freaking HBO uh, Max. HBO Max. I watched it on your account. But it, it's got this whole type of question type thing. And it's almost like a, what, uh, is it the Stepford Wives or something like that? I don't know. Well, it's but just, not quite. Not I mean, quite. But yeah, it's, but something's it's, obviously going on well, and there's this big secret. Yeah, so. so a big secret and one of the women, in this case Florence Pugh's character, is realizing things aren't out of the same. Uh, no. She's not, she's American. Not in this one. She's very American. American. But, um, but yeah, it's it just... Uh, to me, I felt like it started trying to get, like, artsy type stuff. Like an art film. It was very artsy, yeah. yeah. Like, Which ooh, I want to of... play this music, and I want to do these type of things, and I want to show these, you know, ballerinas dancing, you know, and this type of stuff where it just seemed like... And so by the time you get to the big reveal towards the end, it's just kind of there, and it felt like it was rushed or just thrown together and kind of like, well, okay. I, I don't know. And they really didn't resolve you know much there i felt like towards the end i mean it, it lets you know it that kind of is are you gonna watch it the do you thing probably okay she's my chick don't, she? who's Forest your chick Forest that pew? pew lady yeah. <laughs> the pew lady she's the your pew chick lady. too scott really likes her I liked her in um, Black Widow. Okay, movie. cool. Well, I won't spoil it then. Well, they did kind of resolve it because certain, certain characters are taken off the table. Yes. The don't worry, darling. Don't. Certain characters are taken off the table, but if you remember right, the lead character who kind of, you know, resolves things in the the area that she's in. Yeah. Where is she at back at the real world? She just wakes up. Yes. But how was she, what? why was she in that position and whatever the hell else? She's, because her, she's chained to the fucking bed. Yeah, because her husband put her there. Yeah, and who's dead beside her? 
the husband. Yeah. So how? What's what is she gonna do? I didn't think she was chained. She was. We'll go okay. back and watch that. Go back and watch. I don't know. It, she'll dude. figure it out. Chew through it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Start like screaming said, until someone answers. It, it freaking yeah. I don't know. I watched She Hulk. All of it. I like She Hulk. I like She Hulk. That was great. It was wasn't it? Good. Did you Freaking like the Tim Kevin K E V I N? It wasn't yeah, it a okay. Modoc trick. Wasn't it a Modoc like homage? You yeah. think so? Okay. Yeah, Don thinks so. Okay. If you two do, I'm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I can't really debate that. You told me. Okay. <laughs> I just like Tim it. Roth though. And this freaking abomination. I mean, every freaking episode that he's in, in his fucking resort and everything. Oh, I, I like. Me up. I like. Uh, what's her name with two N's and a Y? Only not where you think, <laughs> where you don't. It's not where you think it is. And Wong. <laughs> Wong and his girl. I don't even remember that. I kind of do. Two N's and a Y. Yeah. Her name was like Tiffany or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's got two N's and a Y, but not where you think it is. Yeah, and yeah. she was like, shows up drunk all the time. Oh, yeah. She spoiled The Sopranos. As soon as that music came on, I looked at Barbara and I'm like, he's watching The Sopranos. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, this is the episode where, uh, <laughs> don't spoil it. And then they were watching. I, I liked that. The whole yeah. thing was funny. It is. It's very Roth amusing. was good, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> that last episode, though, when they to- she totally breaks like everything and like goes, and Barbara's like, What the, the hell, hell is going on yeah. here? She's like, She didn't like it, but I liked it. What do you think of Andor, Zach? It was cool. There you go. It was cool. It was cool. great. Andor is just so good. It just good. seems kind of slow. It is, and that's why I have a hard time recommending it to people because yeah, it does. Yeah, like the first three episodes, like, it could have been half happens. of an episode. It really could have. It, it's got a particular pace, but it's, I feel like it's because they're trying to focus a lot on these characters. I feel that's the world true, but I don't know if they're pulling it off. I feel they are, but you're right. It, it's but here's the thing. Else too. It's my problem. I have a short mm-hmm. attention span, like you're always saying that you have. Yeah. And so I when something's slow and it's not drawing me in, I tend to not pay as much attention and kind of check out a little bit, you know? And so, yeah, I've been kind of checking out. I don't know. We started watching this uh, on Netflix called Inside Man. Okay. okay. I think it's only like four episodes, which is stupid as shit, but it's good. It's got uh, Stanley Tucci. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Who's the dude that played Ten- Tenet? David Tenet? Doctor Who? The Doctor Who? Yeah. Yeah. But it's basically... I did see that. So you're liking that? Yeah. Okay. We watched two episodes. Is it kind of a, like a heist type thing? Or is it... No. He's in prison. Okay. Uh, okay. Stanley Tucci is on death row. But he was like a criminal... It's almost like Hannibal Lecter kind of. Like, Ooh. So yeah. he takes on cases. Like people come to him in prison and he'll like help people with cases and stuff. But he's, like, in prison for, like, killing and murdering his wife. And he, like, admitted to it and didn't fight for it or anything. Like, he just wants to kill him. And then, uh, I don't it it's hard to explain. So, like, people come to him with, like, cases and then there's, like, something that happens. There's something else that happens. And this reporter from, like, the UK is, like, coming to interview him. And she knows the lady who's involved with this other case thing or whatever so he's like he people just come to visit him in prison and tell him this tell him what happened hmm. and then he solves the cases or whatever okay 
So it's kind of like Hannibal Lecter. Hey, that's Netflix, kind. you said? Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Worth watch, though? I liked it. I like Stanley Tucci, though. Yeah. Well, Did... I like Tinnit a lot of times, too. Yeah. So. Uh, are you watching the pre-frill at all? The what? Yeah. The pre-frill. No, is that on uh, That's the Amazon? Amazon one with no, uh, that you April. talked about last week? No. I did talk about it last time, but it's continuing on because they're doing their good old one episode a week type thing. But gotcha. God damn, it's another, it's pretty good sci-fi too. It's uh, from the creators, I think, of Westworld. So mm-hmm. uh, if you kind of like that, it's kind of that same thing, kind of oh, I started watching something. type of thing. The, watch, the Watcher. Did you watch The Watcher? No. That's so good. Is it? I think as good as the Angel? whole season. Oh, okay. I finished like it's like seven episodes. How about the uh, one from uh, Guillermo ever... del Toro? The... I haven't watched that yet, but I I've watched heard good things. I watched Is the first good? couple episodes. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big horror fan though either. I mean, I like the comedy <laughs> horror, and this is, I mean, it's kind of like it builds up type of things. Uh, you, and then it gets to a point where whatever it's like character... It's like Twilight Zone, right? Well, it is. It's kind of got that Twilight Zone, but okay, so here's a good example. Um, what was that m- movie that he made uh, with uh, Bad- Bradley Cooper and... Um, on HBO? Uh, well, it probably is on HBO, but it was all over the place. It was... Uh, I thought it was just on HBO, like recently. Who made it? Guillermo del Toro did. Like recently. Uh, that, yeah, I know what the movie. The 50s thing? Yeah. yeah. I didn't watch that. Because you told my it. wife it wasn't any good. Yeah, it, it wasn't that good. But it, it this carnival of horrors is kind of reminding me like of shorter versions of that. Where you have a character in kind of that same time zone, you know, type thing. It seems to me who's... He likes that time zone. Who's not real likable and trying to get... Trying to do something, you know, or whatever else. And usually by the end, you know shit backfires on them and they get killed by in interesting ways so at least that's but i've only watched like three episodes and that seems to be the mo with like the first three i don't know if the other ones will be different but um i don't know i'm not really digging it but do you like have you ever watched american horror story uh i watched a little bit of the first season but i've watched some others and i'm not a fan okay then you probably wouldn't like to watch it oh by the same people and it gave me a really American Horror Story vibe kind of thing. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was really good. But um, I started watching Raised by Wolves. Oh, did you? My you brother just... says that is just wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm only like an episode and a half in. He it's says it's wacky, and he says it just keeps going crazier. Really? Yeah. I, 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 I think it is a sci-fi type of show on HBO Max in which they like um, have... There's a war on Earth. Yes, and so they leave Earth, and they've got all these kids that are being raised by, like, robots, right, or something? So there's, like, this super religious sect, and yes. they made an arc to basically go colonize another planet. But they uh, don't like... like Galactica? Kind of. But they don't like the androids. But these androids... The Cylons? Basically. These two androids, mother and father, they take another arc that somehow gets there faster because they're using some technology that the religious people won't use. And they bring like twelve. They, yeah, exactly. They bring like twelve embryos and have like twelve children. Well, like twelve years later, only one of the twelve children is still alive, and then the other arc finally arrives. And so, but they don't like the idea of androids. And the androids are like, we're atheists. We don't believe in any kind of higher power. And these people are highly religious. So there's kind of like a conflict or whatever thing. Hmm. Um, and so it's kind of about these two androids trying to raise these kids. But, yeah. It sounds like it's pretty cool in concept, but my brother just says it's Yeah, it'd be right up your alley. It's sci-fi. So, 
Yeah, I like some gritty, grittier sci-fi stuff. Mm. Yeah, sometimes I don't know. I I give. A no, lot you would like it too. I think Barbara might even like it. Maybe. She likes sci-fi. Probably some. Yeah, sure. I think there's like two seasons of it. I think. I did watch uh, The Conjuring, Devil That Made Me Do It, or whatever. Something like that. So, that was like the last one, I think. Where basically they're, the guy kills somebody and then they're trying to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get him, or at least trying to reduce his sins. They think he killed them, but he well, didn't. Well, flat out, well, okay, that somebody in that body killed some people. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying to say that a demon took right. over to and, ha- and did it. Yeah, and basically that. get it to reduce their sins. Of course, I've seen that. I probably I figured you had. Came out. Yeah, it's been out for I a while. But my uh, my, my daughter wanted to watch that while she was here. So. We watched the first episode of that blockbuster show on Netflix. Oh, the comedy. Yeah, what did you think of that? It's not great, but I just want like a light twenty-minute comedy, so it kind okay. of scratches kind that of itch. That. But it doesn't seem like it's very good. Yeah, I'm just watching the little previews. It seemed like the jokes just weren't. Really yeah, it's not that me. funny, but it's so. it's like one of those mildly amusing, but not okay. really that funny. But what are you gonna do? I mean, they just don't make very many shows like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Got to take what you can get. We've been watching Celebrity Jeopardy. Where Wheaton made it to the finals. Wow! Yeah, Did they that's... have a lot of board game questions or something? <laughs> They're, they're celebrity board Jeopardy game questions. and Star Trek. I get pretty answer almost all. everything on Celebrity Jeopardy. Can almost wow. everything. Wow. Almost. You're pretty smart. Day if only day you were a celebrity, you could. They get, they get a daily <laughs> double, and they're like, "Oh, risk a thousand. I'm like, "You idiot! Risk ten thousand because it's gonna be easy. You're gonna know it, <gasps> moron. <laughs> moron. Um, I really think it's about all. I mean, I." Had some things here and there, but how was Comic Con for everybody? Air Capital Comic Con. Yeah, how was it? I want to hear what everybody else thinks because I know what I think. Um, I thought Saturday was pretty good, at least for me. Uh, There was a nice, decent crowd there in the afternoon. I felt like, Um, so I did from a booth perspective. I did very well. I felt like on Saturday. Yeah, Scott killed it, man. I don't know if I killed it, but I did pretty well there. And uh, it, 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 it was good going around and getting to talk with, with some of the people and stuff. On Sunday, very slow, unfortunately. Sorry there, Don. But, uh, I, you know, it was that kind of weird risk of with the Toys for Tots motorcycle rally or whatever, it could help or hurt. And, unfortunately, it really hurt. And um, You know why it hurt? But the good news was, was the fact that I got to talk with some artists and stuff during that. Because those people are a-holes. That could be. I no, it is. Too. It is. It's not could be, it is. Really? Yeah. Never well, donate toys to Toys for Tots. They're all a bunch of a-holes. Really? Why are they a-holes? I don't know. There's biker dudes out there. I didn't tell you the story. Did you? Probably not. Did you tell Chris? Grime? Because Grime said something about where he was, he Maybe. was very upset about how, how they were treating you. Possibly. I told a bunch of people. It may not be a story for the podcast. That's fine. Okay. Well, you can I mean, I don't word. care. No, it's okay. You can tell us. No, I don't care. So, <laughs> so Sunday morning, I was talk. I was I was the first one there, and nobody else was there. I mean, of the air cap, just yeah. me, because I told everybody it's slow. Just stay. so I got there at like, I think I got there at like seven forty-five. Got into oh, the building. Okay. 
I was the only one in there, so I propped the doors open, uh-huh. so I didn't have to keep opening the doors for vendors to come in. And Sunday mornings, I like to get there, and then I can talk to people, because I usually only talk to them Saturday. Say, yeah. hey, how'd it go? How's it going? Blah, 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 this and that. So I'm sitting there talking to this vendor. There was one vendor there, and he... And so I'm standing there talking to him, and this dude... I ain't gonna call him a dude. This thing, this thing that had a human form but was just like pure evil and like just a piece of shit yeah like comes walking through the doors walks straight up to me like you could feel the hate just like coming out of his eyeballs Hmm. like like he couldn't even breathe through his mouth like he came up like (laughs) i need you Move that motherfucking silver van right now. And I said, okay, who are you? I'm the guy that needs you to move that silver van right fucking now. And then he turned around and walked away. And so, like, I followed him because I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And so, like, we're standing out on the steps and I'm like, I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? So the vendor had pulled his van and parked on the street. Uh-huh. You know where that little corner lot is? Uh-huh. He parked on the street that curves around. He was parked on the street. And I said, what are you talking about? That van, I need to move right now. And I said, oh, oh okay. I said, why? This is where we ride our motorcycles up. We ride it down this street. And then we go on to Douglas. And then we ride away. I'm like, okay. I said, well... One, the street's not blocked off. Two, I was told by Century 2 that you guys weren't going to be blocking off any streets. And three, if you would have came to me nicely and tried to have a conversation with me, then maybe we could do something. Oh, I'm sorry. Pretty please. Move the motherfucking van. And they walked off. Oh, you should call me. I want to park some more cars in there. I know, right? That's how my <laughs> Sunday started. Pulled off there. And then they started, then they pulled out barricades and blocked the road off. I saw that. Yeah, I really wanted to pull up and say, who do I sue for disrupting my Comic-Con? Right. Like, who's responsible so I know who to, like, sue for damages? Dude, they had... Like, who's the organization that I can sue? Because that's what I wanted to do. I it's Toys for Ties. Okay, sweet. I'll sue them. <laughs> well, and then they sat out there well, on no, Douglas and revved their freaking bikes. Right, for, what, and what then the they were like... 30 minutes? And then they they had... Some, I didn't go out there. Because after that happened, like, I'm like, what what the hell? And so then, like, I didn't know it, but Chris sent Ben and um, William out with flyers into the, into the event, into the crowd. Because they were like, hey, you know... There's toys in there. That's right. People will buy toys, come out, donate them, and, and then when your them. thing's over, maybe they'll come into the con. Yeah. And they went up to somebody, and they told them to get the fuck out of there. They didn't <laughs> want to have anything to do with us or anything to do with our event. And don't come back. And kicked them out. Wow. And then I was, I, I was told that there were, like, Boy Scouts out there and kids out there, and they had, like, fuck Biden signs everywhere. And... Uh, so mad it was like and then like so this is something that i kind of learned but like they told me that the toys for tots were going to be there but they told me they were going to be on kennedy plaza yeah which to me kennedy plaza 
is not right up next to my event with freaking food trucks, food trucks and all and this other stuff. You know what too. I mean? Yeah. And so like, and I told him, I said, well, we need Kennedy Plaza by five o'clock because we close our show and we use Kennedy Plaza to unload and right. our vendors need that. Yeah. And they go, well, they'll be gone by four. They're like, their event's over by like two. And I told them that they needed to be out of there as soon as possible, but that they had to absolutely be out by four. So in my mind, it wasn't a problem in my mind because I knew that it was going to be cleared. Yeah. But then after that dude came in and verbally kicked me in the nuts, and then like every single vendor that walked in after that walked in and went, what the fuck is this? How are we oh, going to yeah. get out? What's going on over here? Yeah. <laughs> every single one came in upset. Like, how are we going to get out? And I'm just like, Every freaking person I had to tell them, like, they're going to be gone by four. It's not going to be a big deal. <laughs> but they also took up, like, all the parking over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In Lot C. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had people that couldn't park. And, yeah. I mean, it, so then, then they had to, so, like, fucking ticket taker, scanners, whatever the fuck you want to call them at Century 2. They were only letting, which I understand, but they were only letting people come in through the indoor. And then we had to have that separate, on the other side was the exit. Well, they had barricaded it off. So everybody that left my event had to go out those doors and walk through their event and then cross over the ropes. So yeah. every single person that left had to be exposed to that Yeah. bullshit going on over there. Yeah. Like, I was pissed. And then, oh my god, like, Century 2 can just eat a big giant <laughs> D-word. That, they don't know anything. They told me on Saturday, they told me the two weeks before the event that the that the parade was going to go down Main Street and then go down Waterman and, and yeah. totally blocked me off. And then the week before, they told me that the parade route had changed. And I said, well, where has it changed to? Well, we don't know, but they told us they weren't going to block. You'd have access to Lot C off of Waterman. <laughs> Friday afternoon, I talked to the lady that is, like, second in charge at Century 2, the lady I've been talking to this whole time. And she told me that it would be, we would have access. And then we didn't. And then Sunday, after that happened, I sat down and I, which my event manager, didn't even see him. The whole weekend. <laughs> Didn't hear from him. Nothing. So Sunday morning, I was mad. I went outside. And I fired off a text to him, and I fired off an email to her. And I was just like, I'm not happy. I was like, this happened. I was like, we don't. We didn't have access to Lot C on Saturday. You guys told me it would. I said, and now this morning, I've got this toy run thing. They're shutting down streets. I said they weren't supposed to shut down streets. I said, I don't know what's going on. The guy, the event manager or whatever, mm -hmm. he, he he texted me back and he's like, well, we don't have any control over what streets the city want to shut down. They're not on our property. <laughs> and is this, is the road closure on Douglas, is that affecting your lot C? I'm like, really? You're going to cover your ass at this point? Like, you're not going to say, I'm sorry, or that <laughs> shouldn't happen. You're just going to go straight into CYA? I'm like, okay, dick. <laughs> The lady, she actually emailed me back, and then we had a we had a conference call on 
Monday with her and a guy that is over the whole century too. But all they cared about was how rude those people were. The Toys for Top people because they're like, well, they can't be doing that. If they're going to act that way, then we just won't let them come back to our, to our blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm like, how does any of this help me? Oh, and then the icing on the cake. So like a week before, I think I asked you about the bag checks. Yeah. We've never done bag checks. No. So my event manager, he texted me, which it was on. I filled out the form that he asked me to fill out. And under security, I put WPD. So he texts me and he's like, who are you using for security? Are you using WPD? Yes. Well, how many do you have? I'm like, one. And he's like, well, who's going to keep the food out? <laughs> one, I don't care who keeps food out because I don't get a piece of your concession stand. So why do I care if people bring in food? <laughs> well, you have to have someone to do back checks because it's required now by Century 2 that every event has to have, have, to have bags checked. And they didn't check any bags, did they? No, I'm getting to it. Okay. So, so the guy's like, well, we can... We can have one of our, the people that, they hire out a different security firm. He's like, we can have one of your guys, or one of the guys that we use, like, we can have one of them, and it'll be $350 for the whole event, for the weekend, or whatever. And he'll check bags, and he'll keep food out. And I'm like, fine, just do it. So, Saturday morning, before the doors open, it's like 9.30, 9.45, oh, which at that point, I'm, you know how you gotta... You got to get the cars off of... Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. Kenny Plaza. Yeah. So I'm like going... I found the the maintenance people, and I'm like, hey, I need to get those big doors closed because I need people to stop coming in so I can start getting cars off. Oh, we won't close the big doors until Kennedy Plaza's cleared. What? It's never been that way. We always close the doors, and then we clear it. Like, you won't close the doors until... So anyway, I'm running around trying to do that. So like the security guy that's supposed to check bags, like I'm looking for him. <laughs> He's not there. So then I get that dealt with and then I come back and the, the show's open and people are coming in. <laughs> and I'm looking at Barbara because I'm sitting at HQ and I'm like, is that the, is that the security guy? Or I go, who's, who's that? Is that security? And she's like, yeah, I think it's that guy. And I go, the guy picking his nose right now, that's our security <laughs> guy? And she's like, yeah, I think so. And so I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll go talk to him. And so I can't go out the entrance because now you can, so I have to go all the way around, go out, come into the lobby. And I approach this guy and he looks at me like, who the fuck are you? And so like, I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, are you, uh, are you the security guy that sent you to hired? Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'm Don. I said, I'm one of the people that run this event. I said, uh, so you're going to be doing bag checks. I don't do bag checks. Yeah. <laughs> what are you here for? <laughs> what is oh, your purpose? I'm, I'm here to keep outside food out. <laughs> so, but you don't do bag checks? Nope, don't do bag checks. Just keep food out. Sweet. And it's around doing bad checks. Okay. Awesome. So then when I message him later on, and I messaged my event planner, I'm like, or I was talking to them at Central Town, I'm like, oh, and the other thing, 
the dude that I was told to hire because we needed people to do bag checks that you guys recommended, that that was his job, he doesn't do it. So I paid for a guy to keep food out, which he was yelling at people while he's holding his McDonald's cup and eating his <laughs> McMuffin, yelling at people that they can't bring food in. He made my daughter cry because he made her throw her lemonade away right. from Chick-fil-A. Absolutely. Really? And the problem with them, in tears. they were being rude. The ticket taker, the scanners, oh. they were being rude. They were yelling at people. And then, like, he yelled at uh, one of the one of the creators. Yeah. She was trying to bring in a bottle of water. Yeah. And he told her she had to dump it out. And she's like, but I'm on medication. Like, I need water to take medication because I have to take it throughout the day. Don't care. Can't bring it in. You can either get it out of the water fountain or you can buy it at the concession stand you can't bring in water and as he's yelling at her that she can't bring in water like somebody walks in with a whole bag full of freaking hamburgers right behind him and he just let him go in <laughs> it was like pick and choose they were like some people come in and some people come out and then you know uh adam byers heather's wife yeah. so i was talking to them sunday and he said he was coming in with his kids who are clearly under 12 <laughs> And kids under 12 are free. Yeah. And he walked in, and his kids were behind him, and he stopped his kids and goes, where are their badges? <laughs> it's like, they don't have badges. Well, they need tickets. They don't have tickets or badges. Well, then they can't come in. They're under 12. <laughs> well, they still have to have a ticket. No, they don't. They're with me. They're my kids. They're coming in, and it's free. So they were arguing with him. Hell, I couldn't even get Emma in and her... Yeah. Was that her boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. So they're at the door. They came in and this... Well, I gave them VIP badges. Right? Because in the years past, that's how you get in and out once you leave. Absolutely. And so the old lady who must have been, I don't know, 175 <laughs> that was scanning tickets, like she came over to the table because I walked up and they were in, but this lady was like following them. Where are your tickets? You need tickets. And I said, I said, what are you talking about, lady? She's like, they don't have tickets. I said, they're with me. They don't need tickets. Well, that's not how it works. They need tickets. And I said, listen. They're my help. <laughs> I said, listen. I said, I don't, I don't normally do this, and I don't want to be that guy. But I'm going to be that guy. I'm running this show, and this is my niece and her guest, and they're with me, and they can come in. They have badges. <laughs> Well, they need tickets. I said, no, they don't. I said, just go. I'm like, they're with me. It's fine. They're in the, they're in the show. Like, I had to yell at this. And I'm like, it's a VIP badge. And we told them that if they have the VIP badge, they can come in and out however they feel. And she's like, well, it's not an exhibitor badge. And I said, no, it's a VIP badge. <laughs> so they've already turned in their tickets. How do you know that they haven't already turned in their tickets and got a VIP badge and left and came back? So well, someone said they were doing wristbands. We were doing wristbands. If for you wanted to leave, oh, okay. Yeah, if you wanted to leave and come gotcha. back, we had wristbands for Saturday and we had wristbands for Sunday. I just go and never leave, so it works out well for me. Well, no, I get no, that. I but, and so, like, finally, I looked at I looked at whoever. I think it might have been Christy, <laughs> and I think I told Barbara. I'm like, if anybody wants to come in, give them an exhibitor badge. Do not give them a, a VIP badge <laughs> because they're letting the exhibitors in and they're not yeah. questioning them. Correct. That's good because I kept giving my kids the exhibitor badge, <laughs> my exhibitor badge. 
I walked around the damn floor tons of times without a badge at all. <laughs> right. Once you're in there, okay. I know. Because <laughs> I kept giving my kids the badges so that they could come in and uh, and out, you know. I would have given them a if I knew it was so, going to be an issue. Just, I so, was so freaking mad. So that's how I been. got them. But. Yeah. It shouldn't have been. It just, the whole thing was just, from from running it, a standpoint, it was just terrible. Just go to Aviate. It'd be great. Dude, we're not doing it Century 2 again. Just go to Aviate. Really? Cool. We're looking at different places, even if we have to downsize. One I noticed uh, they did that. And that's one of the places. They did that craft show, and I thought they just had, like, the basketball course. But they have a whole other, like, grassy, like, soccer course that you can expand into as well. That's even bigger. Have you looked at it yet? That's way out there. Out east, right? out there yeah, east. like Greenwich. Greenwich. We have several options that we're going to look at. We're, we're um, that. Uh, that may not be though bad. No, that and their square footage, like on their website, it's the same as Century Two. At least the one at Aviate. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's as big as, and it's rectangular. You don't have the. You have the upper. You don't have the upper. But they have other spaces too that you might be able to use. Right. For some. I don't know. We're gonna look into that. Um, And I thought when they quoted me like five years ago, the price was about the same. Yeah. The we're gonna they're doing that South Y. Yeah, I, I drove by that day. It doesn't look as big. I know. Well, they're doing a flea market. I looked at a floor plan. Yeah. And it said you could fit like 140 to 150, like 8 by 10 booths in there. Yeah, so maybe it is bigger. But that's looks... all you have. I don't yeah. know if they have any other rooms or anything. So they're doing a flea market there this weekend. They we're do one like once a month, so we're going to go there this weekend to check it out. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, I think Jeff sometimes goes out there. Definitely. Yeah. I so we're going to look at that. We'll probably look at that Aviate place. I'm thinking about we're going to do a tour of the Drury. Oh, yeah. We might do it at the Drury. There's, it's, small. it's like a quarter of the space. But, yeah. Um, I went to Hartman Arena. I don't know. They have that upper area, and then they have the lower. I mean, you might be able to fit quite a bit there. You could put stuff on the, up top and you could, below. You could, but screw Hartman Arena. That's where the toy run runs, too. Uh, they're mad. You're mad at them, too. Well, no, I'm not mad at them, but if I do it in November and it's on the toy run, then it's going to be on the other end of it. Yeah, but they they always do that the first weekend in November. I know, so and I didn't know that. I didn't either. Till never you, done we it. never done it the first weekend in it's November. It's the 43rd annual. Yeah. Do not donate toys to Toys for Tots, whoever's listening to this podcast. <laughs> Screw them. Give, go somewhere else. But move There's back. lots of other places. Move back to the second weekend in November. There's lots of other places that you can donate your toys to. Just don't go to Toys for Tots. They're terrible people. And that, you well, know the what? thing is, it's the not, people that are not toys for tots. It's not it's them. The it's bikers. the bikers. Yes. So, and I'm sorry. Yes, it's not it's actually the bikers. But this toys for tots just the have the bikers run. do it. The yes, bikers just do, do it for run. toys for tots. Yes, because they do other stuff too. Toys for tots, not just that toy run. Yes, I'm sorry. It's the, okay. The bikers, dude. So like Kim, he was walk. He was crossing the street. Yeah. He has a cane. Yeah. He's obviously handicapped. Yeah. He had the walk light, and they stopped him from crossing the street so that the motorcycles could run the red light and drive on the street. <laughs> They're not nice people. They're terrible people. I don't even call them people. They're like subhumans. I don't know I'm very, that. very mad at them. <laughs> what? No, they're just entitled, like... 
I don't know. You if know what? To give that's that fine. Kind of crap, if they've been there forty-two to me, years, to me, I that, get it. That's the way our fucking country is going. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, people feel entitled, over self-confident, have... and think me, me, me. This is what I've got to do because I'm the best in the world and whatever else, and I'm entitled to it because I'm an American. They had, a bunch of. Dudes. I had on Saturday. I had this. I call her a girl. She had to be in her mid twenties. Her and her significant other, I don't know if it's her boyfriend, her husband, whatever. I'm up by HQ, and she is just, like, bawling. And, I, and like, somebody had already talked to her, and they asked me to come up there. And I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, there's this guy, and he's walking around, and he's filming me. And he was filming me with his phone, and I asked him, please, not to film me. And he told me to fuck off, bitch. I'll do what I want. <laughs> And she's like in tears. And we bought weekend passes. And I just don't want to be here anymore. I just want to go home. I'm just scared. I'm just... I'm, I'm blah, 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 blah. And so like we're down at HQ. And I'm like, what does he look like? And she's trying to describe him to me. She's got a ball cap. Blah, 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 blah. And so then we look up. And he's up there. On the balcony. Looking down at us. Looking up at him. And he's pointing his phone at me. <laughs> and so I walk around the corner. And I think Barbara was there. And I'm like, just refund these people their tickets. I said, I don't know how much they cost. I don't know what a weekend. But just refund them their money. I said, I'll explain it later. I said, I got a good deal with something. So we have WPD. So I go over to the officer. He's sitting at the front where I asked him to stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just stay there. So I go over to him. And I'm like, hey. I go, I got, I got a situation. I'm like, can you walk with me? I'm like, I don't know what I'm walking into. I just want to have you there. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem, what's going on? I told him, I said, well, there's this lady, and she told me there was this guy filming him, she asked him not to, he told her, fuck off, bitch, and now she's upset, and so I know who he is, I need to go talk to him, I want you with me. And he's like, okay, he's like, yeah, he's like, is it illegal to film anybody? To film people? <laughs> with your phone? And I'm like, you're the cop, <laughs> and two... I really don't care if it's illegal or not. He's, he's harassing my. He's harassing, he's my, harassing my people. My yeah. my, my guests. guests. Yeah. I need you to walk with me and deal with this. Okay. That's, that's why I always had Nick there in the past because I would just call Nick. Hey Nick, right. I go shake somebody down. Nick's like, let's go. I know, right? <laughs> like sweet. So dude, so we're walking. This guy's already down on the floor, walking towards me. I've got a cop with me in a uniform. Yeah. The guy doesn't even let me. Tyson just walks up. He's like, fuck that bitch. I wasn't filming her. I was Facebooking, timing, Facebooking my son, showing him about the convention. I wasn't even filming her. She's blah, blah. Fuck you guys. I'm leaving anyway. Fuck this shit. And walked out the doors. He's talking to me like that with a cop next to me. And I'm like, yeah. dude, who are you? <laughs> Who like, are you? Who are you people? I know. Like, go away. Like, just, just crazy confidence. Right. I'm just like, oh my god. And then like, he even, he even came back. Like, so Kristen had gone around and she was film. You know, she was filming it and posting it on Facebook. Yeah. He found one of those like on Monday or Tuesday, and he commented just like, "Did you have permission to film those people?" Yes. Oh, the same guy? <laughs> yes, yeah. that guy. How do you know it was that guy? Well, at least you know he is. Because name, huh? he, then he said, I was walking around Facebooking with my son, 
and Don and a Wichita Police Department officer approached me. <laughs> he knows you. Wow. Yes. I don't know how he knows me, but he knows me. And then Barbara was like, well, you know, she, she responded like perfectly because she was just like, well, Don and the police officer were trying to approach you to, to get the story, but you decided you didn't want to talk to anybody and you just left, so we didn't get to get your side of the story, so we really don't know what was going on. Well, being you know? belligerent about it as well. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? So, I don't know, dude. It's like... I don't know. I'm with you. I I don't envy what the heck you try to do, so wow. that's for sure. I mean, it's so never... So much drama. Scott's already on his second drink now. I that's, am. That's I what am. this has caused. There, there was a lot of drama this year. I don't know what it was. I thought there wasn't any drama. I was like, just living the dreams, Scott. I was living the dreams, keep no it. Keep it on the down low. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wow, we didn't have any weird drama this year. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We had a couple. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have any homeless people, like, camping out in the bathroom or anything, but... That's good. Yeah, that's always good. So, overall, I thought, <laughs> at least from my position, from a vendor, overall. I did okay. God did great. Yeah. On the Saturday, cool. especially. Sunday, I don't know. Right. And I know there were a couple... There were a couple vendors, um, for sure, that I know didn't do good at all. Well, the guys beside us, they're at the very front you know old bopar position those guys left really early on sunday yeah they did not have a good well what did they what were they trying to make money on all they had was two dollar comics and some wall books they had some pops too they were like five dollars as well it, they, they sell comics it's a comic book convention yeah, yeah but what i'm thinking okay <laughs> sell comics it's a listen, comic book listen, convention, listen to my logic here don you got all these boxes of two dollar comics if you sell a bunch of comics you're only making two dollars a pop it's gonna be hard to break even you gotta sell some big wall book or something right the only so, way to make money at selling comics at a comic convention where are they from so for two dollars texas so since nobody oh, listens from to this texas? podcast wow. um would art durband is the guy that i usually deal with and then it's i don't know the other gentleman's name that's with him but art is the one that would be, had been coming to the show forever. Yeah. And so I always talked to Art. And he was, dude, he was like, soup. they had a horrible week, like terrible. Like they made no money. And, uh, but I was talking to uh, Tom Barker, who does yeah. middle school geek. And he was telling me that the other guy, the only, really the only reason he does shows is to buy collections. Oh, gotcha. And they didn't buy any collections. So oh. it was a tank for them like i think that if they don't make money they at least buy collections and that's how gotcha. they keep going but that's what i understand but ah. tom i was talking to tom and at the end of the show when he said he had like a great sunday he said unfortunately once monsters later left it's like i started selling a bunch of stuff because <laughs> people were coming over buying his books because they weren't there <laughs> but i get it they they come from austin they had a long drive yeah not making any money at a show and you've got a long drive and he came to he was super nice he came to me and explained to me what was going on and he's like is there any way we could get out of here early and i'm like because he asked me he's like what's well, i do all my shopping at like the last two right hours. i know so i, I mean, mean he's like what's the earliest we can get out of here? i saw i got rid of a bunch of stuff in the last two hours like <laughs> comic wise but he was super respectful because you gave nice. like half of it to kyle <laughs> <laughs> i got rid of a bunch of stuff at the end scott i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and brian timmons came and got some stuff 
that's true. But anyway, I mean, once were, again, not for cash. There were people that didn't do so hot, and there were people that. But there was also Boomer Comics was there, and yeah. I love that guy. He's got um, Silver Age stuff and, and stuff, and I talked to him at. He was at Smallville, and I talked to him for a long time, probably like an hour. We just sat and shot the shit and bullshitted. But, uh, yeah, I went over to him on Saturday, and I was like, how's it going? He's like, man, I'm not selling anything. And uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. And uh, he's like, well, you know, he's like, you know, you win some, you lose some, you know. Sometimes you make money, sometimes you don't. And he's like, all it takes is one, one, one customer, one sale, it can make a show. And I said, yeah, I get it. And so then Sunday, I made it, I made it a point to go over there. And I was I was gonna buy uh, some books from him just because yeah. I knew he was didn't have a good Saturday, and so I went over there like Sunday mid morning afternoon and I was digging through his stuff and he's like he's like yeah he goes I just had a guy come through and he goes pretty much made my show yeah <laughs> like, that's what it takes right. it just takes one guy um, I even went over to uh, Monsters Lair and I bought um, some stuff from them just because I wanted to try to help them out a little bit but they had sets which. Some of the stuff I brought, I bought in sets, but they had sets. And there were some of them, and I was digging through them, and I found a few that I liked that were kind of, you know, like eight bucks for yeah. like four books or whatever, you know. So I picked out a couple, and then I started to go over to dig through like their $2 books. And he looked at me, and he goes, he goes you know those sets are half off. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I do now. So I guess I'll go back. So I went back and bought like... Two or three more sets that yeah. were half off, and then bought like I didn't see their sets. I bought like a bunch of two dollar comics. I mean, I literally I had a stack of comics like <clears throat> this high, yeah. and I hand it to him, and he's like, "That's ah, forty bucks." And I'm like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, forty bucks." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> here's forty bucks." Well, I meant to go over there and when I heard they weren't doing well, I was going to try and make it over there and look at their wall books if there was any books I wanted. Yeah, but by the time I got over there, they were gone. Right. No, I know, and, you know, I mean, I, like like I was saying at the beginning, I mean, I get it, like, I've had a crap weekend at a show before. Yeah. I, like, I've had a crap week, I've had a crap show in the town that I live in yeah. before, <laughs> and all you want to do is get the hell out of there and try to salvage something, and all I had was a 20-minute drive to my house. These guys had, like, a 10-hour drive. I guess hope springs eternal for me, because I'm like, I never know what's going to happen. Well, no, I get it, but... I also under, yeah, I understand. The buddy you're sharing a booth with might just ask you, "Hey, Scott, do you have any Star Wars miniatures or HeroScape with you?" Oh, actually, I do. Two hundred dollars later. Not quite, but it was. Who, who was that? Some guy bought a bunch. Some of guy Star was Wars looking for Star Wars. He was looking at my but, stuff, but he was looking uh, at his stuff, and, and he was he, looking at all my miniature games, acting interested. He's like, "Yeah, we really like HeroScape. We like to take miniatures and turn them into HeroScape." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have a bunch of HeroScape. I know Scott has some too." He's like, "Oh, do you want to sell yours?" I'm like, "I'm not selling mine, but Scott might sell his." It's like, "Okay, oh yeah, I like those Star Wars miniatures too." And Scott's like, "Well, actually, I have a bunch of Star Wars miniatures." Yeah. So I pull out this box, and dude proceeds to like buy a, a hundred over a hundred dollars worth of nice. miniatures. <laughs> 
from me. And I didn't have any of them priced, so I'm like having to like scroll on eBay real quick and go, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't expect to, I just wasn't prepared, you know. But, I gotcha. You but know, like, why would you bring them so, if you don't know what you want from them? Well, he brought them, he just had I, Because them. they just happened to be in the tub I know, that I, I have other it. stuff with, you know. He so, had them on the table. They were like back I underneath. I didn't have them. It I was just you. in another tub with other stuff that I brought. So it just pays to have so, conversations with people sometimes. It does. Yeah. No, yeah, it does. And, and see, that's some of my thing, though, too. That's how you sell stuff. I, I mean, felt you're like... You're running a booth. You have to sell it. Yeah. If, if, you, if you're there to make money or move product, you have to be a salesman. Yeah. You, you have do to in engage some ways. Them. I should work it on that. So, it's not being a very good salesman. Yeah, see, and I think that's where I do fairly decent. But, you know, Star Wars figures, just between... I think between me and uh, Derek there from the Heroes Complex, I didn't see two... I mean, there's some people that are selling, like, vintage... But there weren't a lot of people selling the vintage collection type stuff. You see, like, beside that I saw, you know, maybe there was more. Yeah. But there wasn't a whole lot, at least to the extent that Derek and I had, right. you know, type stuff. And so people would come to mind. And those things anymore, the price of them are so high that, I mean, shoot, all I got to do is sell a couple of them. And, you know, if... Are you I'm, talking about vintage stuff? No, I, I'm, stuff. I'm talking the newer ones. The oh. newer, the, the newer ones cost about fifteen bucks a piece. Right. And so most of the time, I'm selling the majority of mine then probably around twenty, you know, right. type things. And so it only takes me, you know, like, you know, what four, five of them, and that's a hundred dollars right there. Now, right. granted, what I actually paid and what I make out of it right. is a little different, but still, it doesn't take long before it seems cash like, oh, flow. Well, yeah. Cash flow. So did you go over to sector seven? Did you see? He had, he got a find from a buddy at work who had a warehouse. He had a Death Star. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I saw that. In the box. I the only that. thing that was missing was the foam out of the trash pit and the what little monster. What was he monster. asking for that? God, I think he had like 450 on it, mm-hmm. maybe. Somebody. I should have asked him for a trade. Hey, he you want had... one of my lightsaber? Because he was looking at my lightsaber. You give him the lightsaber and the coins, you probably could have made a deal. Lightsaber and coins and get a nice little vintage Star Destroyer. He also had... Or Death Star, I mean. An original Millennium Falcon. He supposedly had a blue Snaggletooth, too. Yes, he did. I saw it. Did you? Okay, I didn't see that. How much did he want for that one? I didn't ask. Okay, I should have asked him. He had a complete in-the-box Millennium Falcon as well. I think he wanted, like, Five or six hundred for the Millennium Falcon. Wow. He had like a yeah. He had some cool stuff, dude. I was from like, a vintage cow. perspective. Yeah. Yes, that's what yeah. I mean. Like you don't see, yeah. you don't see that stuff very often. Dude, I was so pumped because Amazon here lately as their um, their exclusive. You know that they're redoing. They do the retro collection. Hasbro is. Sure. Which is basically not really. Well, okay. So the basically, idea. what they're doing is they're re-releasing. The old style figures. Basically, it looks like a damn. It's the vintage tooling, uh-huh. you know, figures out there. Now, granted, they reproduce the guns and stuff, and the guns are like made out of that newer plastic that's soft as shit. But still, the figures themselves got that classic look. I mean, it looks identical to what we had, you know, in the freaking seventies and eighties. And they're making those. Well, Amazon's been getting all the damn bounty hunters, and so the latest one that I pre-ordered this week was the Zuckus and Forlone two-pack, which of finishes off. Oh, hell yeah, because I'm like, dude, I'm so pumped. That's like instant freaking, you know, nostalgia right there. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah, did you see Speaking my... of instant nostalgia. Yeah. You see that? Jesus uh, Christ. Did he do that for you? Yes, yeah, that was a buster. I, I'm, so. What did he charge? Do, do hand signals. I don't want to say it out loud on the podcast. Really? 
No, I'm just curious. What did he? What's he charged for? Oh, that's not bad. I didn't think it was too bad at no. all. But I mean, that's kind of what I figured. It's it's. He charged me sixty bucks for a little square. Oh wow! <laughs> it was so, colored. I, well, and that's the thing is, I, I like his art. And but it, that was part a of it. E two though. Part of the thing too is that him and I were just having a great conversation. Oh, yeah, he, you know, type things. But yeah. I mean, look at that. Oh, kind I know, of dude. Wrapped around, you know, type things. It's a great photo, dude. But uh, freaking. It's, uh, <laughs> Tom yeah. got the. What did you say? <laughs> it's a terrific what? It's a, it's a great four loam. It's Zuckus. I know. <laughs> um, it's four but, no, but but Kenner has poor scarred your your brother for life. Why? Because Kenner screwed oh, it up. Oh, they screwed it up. When That's they right. released the toys back in the eighties. I'm pretty sure my toy of that guy uh, was this called guy is called four loam. Mm-hmm. So yes. But it's they, not like they said his name in the movie, so as far as I'm concerned, up. that was canon. But anyway, so good. I had yeah. fun talking with Buster. He's dude. He's good. Barker, Tom Barker. Well, you and Tom now. got the the steal of the show because you got the freaking you got the cable or whatever. Who is it? The Wolverine. You oh, the got Wolverine. The, I got the Wolverine. You got yeah. the Buster from the Buster Wolverine Saturday for yeah. like probably forty or forty five bucks. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was like 40, 45 bucks because I was bidding with you on it. Okay. And then uh, my favorite piece of the whole show, well, my second top five was <sighs> Buster's Batman. Oh, yeah. My parents. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And oh, Tom got really? that one. Hmm. He got it for like 40 bucks. I like the Wolverine a lot better. Uh, uh, I love the Batman one. I'm I'm with you. I like the Wolverine no, one. No, so. the, the so, Batman one's awesome. Yeah. Cool. But um, I got the best one of Sunday anyway. With yeah. The, with the rocket. Well, no, you didn't get the best one of Sunday. The man thing was really good. That was no, Saturday. Well, I get no man. No, thing. man thing was Sunday. Man thing was Sunday. Well, Luke there's a man thing on Saturday Sunday. that Lucas did. There was a man thing on Sunday that Kelly did. Oh, oh that's true. I thought that's you meant true. the Lucas one. Yeah, okay, no, the yeah, Lucas one was really good too. But you're no, you're thinking of the I'm Kevin sure Nolan the one. The Nolan. Yeah, one. that Nolan uh, Doctor Strange was pretty sweet as well. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so how did you, so who, so I want the DeMont and the uh, Timmons story. Who did so you go Timmons to first? and DeMont. Uh, it's always Timmons first and DeMont. So you, did you have Timmons do the? Yes, I had Timmons. So you asked him, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and then did DeMont so, go? What you doing? What are you doing? Absolutely. What are you doing, Brian? What's Absolutely. going on? Because I go over there and I'm talking to Brian first and I, I'm explaining to him what I want. You know, I said, I got this Bounty Hunters cover. I'd like to put some more Bounty Hunters on the back. I'm thinking, you know, do something where I quad it, you know, type things. And, you know, you can do like a head, bust, whatever you want. And he's like, okay. He goes, I really like Boss. I was like, man, with your style, I think that'd be great. He goes, you want me to split it up? I'm like, yeah. And then about that time, DeMont comes around the corner and he's like, Hey, what you don't doing? You know, what you drawing? And he's like, well, I'm going to draw a boss for this guy, you know, type things. And so we're talking, you know, and, and DeMont's like, oh, yeah, Bounty Hunters, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, you want to do one? He goes, yeah. And he said, well, how much do you charge? And DeMont, like, looks over to Tim and says, how much did you charge? How much are you charging? Yeah, exactly. And Brian said 20 bucks, you know, type things. And so DeMont said, okay, I'll do it for 20. I was like, okay, here you go. And said, just pass it over to him once you're done. So... I, honestly, both of these are really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they both turn out They're good. both awesome. I'm just laughing because I love those two oh, guys. Oh, exactly And it goes right. the same it's way the same every time. time. Oh, it was it's just fantastic. I don't know what you charge. Yeah. I don't know what you charge. Oh. And then it's like, it's so great because if you get it, one of them will do it. 
and then the other one has to try to one up the other yeah. one oh, to yeah. make it better. So you get a better product. Uh, it's, it's just so just fun. So I great. love those two. Yeah, yeah. no, it was so stuff. fun. Yeah, work, work, working with those two and getting a couple of stuff on there. I mean, quite honestly, I, I'm yeah, or I'm one of those. I'm really surprised there with <laughs> Demont's dude Dengar. His... I mean, it, it's sometimes he's like he could be a little hit or miss for me mm-hmm. personally. But that Dengar came out great. I mean, yeah. he made somebody who's a total dweeb look pretty freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, DeMont, dude, those, um, the Inktobers that he did, the X-Men ones, did you see all of his? I can't remember his name. Uh, Benjamin. I thought it was Benjamin. Not ben. Jacob no, Benjamin. Jacob, Jacob Fleming. Jacob Fleming. Yes, Jacob yeah. Fleming. Shout out yeah. there. I mean, he... Uh, his art, I really liked as well. Why do you have him do a thing so, at this drink and draw? So... I didn't know he was there. Yeah, we because he was he bought a booth. Yeah, he, he didn't buy an now, artist, but he knew Lucas. So they're both from Arkansas. Yeah. So does he know Kelly Williams? Because Kelly's from Arkansas so. too, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. Um, I was talking to John, and he was like, he met him like at a there was a show either the week before or two weeks before, and yeah. that was the first time he met him. Oh, uh, gotcha. Hmm. So, cool. like, he knew him, but he gotcha. didn't know him. Yeah. No, he seemed really nice Well, I, he's, oh, yeah, he was extremely nice, cool. and I oh, really yeah. liked that style. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you were right. Once Did you I read that, that book that you That bought? Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, I didn't well, read mine yet. Seeing that Mandalorian that he did, kind of that Old West just kind of type of look it was really cool i bought and two pieces so, of art off of well it. i picked up the mandalorian you picked up those other ones i was trying not to buy a lot of art cool. and then you guys both bought art from so i had to go back and get art did you what'd you end up buying from that wolverine oh okay okay did you see it I, i'm sure i did oh, okay. i'm sure i did i don't think i have a but, punisher 2099 and he had a punisher 2099 oh yeah and it had the zip tone on it oh no and the texture it and was I'm just like, cool oh, i gotta buy that yeah and i was flipping through and i saw the other punisher and i'm like well i gotta buy that too i yep. don't have to but no yeah. i'm with you i i was i was very impressed with his style and things it uh like i said i felt it was very daniel warren johnson-esque you know type of thing. yeah uh, type of thing, type stuff. So I liked yeah. it. Kind of dug it. Yeah. So I got that. Those pieces. I got that commission done from Doctor Fantastic in my sketchbook. Um, I won the. Uh, oh yeah, I do remember that one. I won the uh, the ba- Brian Hunter, the Bam, the My Little Pony. Nice. Some good old Zipatone on there too. Um, yeah, I think you need Baltimore's. That is very. Yeah, that one is very Daniel Warren Johnson ish. Yeah, I think so. He, he and he even mentioned he he uh, likes that likes his style, you know, and things. Oh, yeah. and, and does some of his techniques, you know, and things. But uh, he's also trying to do his own style, you know, and things. But right, I, I, I'll. You could. It's a very good te- technique to try to to follow, you know, Daniel Warren Johnson. I like. I like that. And Damn, they paid for cost seven dollars. I know, right? It was only thirty bucks. Really? Wow. That Mandalorian was only fifteen. It yeah. was just crazy. Mine were stupid. expensive. But uh they were. But yeah, it was very I well think done. I paid forty for that uh twenty ninety nine wasn't it smaller than the Wolverine? No, I think it's about the same size. There was another Punisher that was smaller. And that might have yeah. been like twenty twenty. And that one was probably twenty, wasn't it? Well, okay, may have been. I don't remember. I don't know. 
anyway, I liked overall what he was doing. So, and yeah. he was extremely nice to talk to. Very, yeah, he was cool. Very, very nice. Neat. Yeah. So, but yes, thank you, Drew, for. Uh, I know I had to push you like a couple times to go over there. I well, like, I kept going over there except for the you fact couldn't that find him. I kept going one too far over and... was where I kept going. And so I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? And so I keep looking around here and then finally I go with Don. We finally find him. You know, We were stuff. walking over there and, and I'm like, where did he say it was? And Scott's like, I don't know. He says it's over here somewhere. And I was like, yeah, I didn't listen to him. Like, I never listened to what he says. Oh, I was like, we just I wandered around. I knew where he was talking him. about. I just couldn't quite. You know how it is. You're like, yeah, it's one of those rows right there. Yeah. I don't kind of I, I have no idea. Side. And then you got to always watch out because you never want to make eye contact with the writers. You only want to, you know, type things. Oh, so, all the authors? Yeah, all the yeah. authors. Because then you're going to be stuck, you know, oh, yeah. listening to them tell the stories for a while. So, so yeah. you know, you got to watch out. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's talk about some comics. Okay. Alright. Did you read stuff, Don? I did. I actually read a couple things. To try to get out get rid of that. Do you want to talk about Battle Brick Road there? since we sure. both read that? You didn't did you buy it at the show? I bought it at the show. You yeah. didn't have him autograph it? I think I did. Isn't that his Dude, he, no. He, no. Don, he is awful about that stuff. I am pretty bad. I had that. to send him back to get his freaking twig autographed. You know, and then I did I even go back? Honestly, and uh, Julia went and did it for him. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm bad about that. I thought he did autograph. I guess not. I'm, I'm bad about it at my show. Fallen stars or no ocular combustion? Yeah. I got. I'm gonna have to bring my I got, sharpie over here to have you guys sign it. All right, I so, need a white gel pen. A white gel pen. Yeah, because I'm. Because you're gonna ride across. Uh, the right I, I'm gonna. Oh. I've taken the lightning bolt. Cool. Are you? Okay. Yeah. I need to buy a white gel pen. Smart. All right, Battle Brick Road. What'd you think? Uh, it was good. It um, was decent. I mean, I'm not a huge Wizard of Oz. Like, like the whole concept wasn't really that great to me. Like, Wizard of Oz, but sci-fi, futuristic kind of thing. Let's make it like the Wizard of Oz, but then twist it up. You know what I mean? But it was executed fine. I mean... No, I mean, I... Kind of dug the Wizard of Oz. I kind of liked the way they did it. That's a cool page. Yeah, it is a cool page. Um, I thought the writing was really good. Yeah, I thought Zeb did a really nice job. I thought Zeb did a good job. Um, I wish... I I liked the way they twisted the Wizard of Oz to uh, sci-fi. Okay. Like, I kind of... You dug that? Yeah. Um... I thought it was going to be, like, a complete story. Yeah, it's, it's like, pretty decompressed. But it's, uh... I feel like I read I, a lot and not I much think happened. Well, I mean, it says "End the Danger" is only beginning, and well, it's they still like two have issues a lot of stuff almost. to go. Yeah. Um, so they only found the scarecrow. They didn't found the lion or the witch or, or the wardrobe. Or wait, wrong thing. The lion or the <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> now I thought it was I I I was fine with the yeah. Who's well done? Oh, like that, there's an ad in the back for Battle Brick Road Two. Yeah. Who drew this? Uh, Eric uh, Weathers. Eric Weathers. <laughs> um, local guy, Eric Weathers. He did that, uh, was it Flying Fortress? Yeah, Flying Fortress. Flying Fortress book a while ago. He's been working on oh, They've been working on this for a long time. Okay. And then Zeb is the writer, and he's a local guy, too. Okay. Um, and they're both at the show? Mm-hmm. Cool. I never saw Zeb, I don't say. Oh. Yeah, I talked to him. Cool. Both of them. Nice. But, but yeah, uh, no, it was pretty decent. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. 
I liked it too. Indie book, not bad. Cool. Did you read Twig? I did read Twig. I read Twig, one through five. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah, fun little thing. Kind of gives you a nice nostalgia factor of the old... Like you know, 80s fantasy movie. Yeah. Said that's a vibe there. Kind of yeah, for. yeah. Yeah, those little fantasy type adventure type things. Yeah. Going on. Did Very you well buy character that? design. Or is that true? Me, no, it's true. So. You have the single issues and the trade? Kyle gave it to me. Because that's Because I gave him a thousand trades. Oh. He did give him a lot of trades. <laughs> so, so he gave me one trade. So he he's like, one. do you have the trade? I was like, I have the single issue, so I was going to buy the trade. He's like, here you go, have one. Yeah. yeah. I was like, sweet. I, had, I didn't even really get to talk to Kyle, unfortunately, at the show. I mostly only talked to him when he was digging through my boxes. Yeah, I was going to say, when stuff. he brought the spawn back for you, yeah. you know, type things. He brought the Kyle. spawn back. Oh, my yeah. jam piece. Yeah, right, his right. jam piece. And then he bought spawn toys for me. I know, he bought like... Two or two one. Or I think just should have bought all of them. Yeah, yeah I should. He had two, but then I think he put one back. Those things sold pretty well. They though, did man. sell pretty well. You had like didn't what, you just six? buy those like a year ago or less than that? I don't know. I don't Maybe. know. You I thought you bought like, them at Free State this year. You had like six or eight. I think, and I think I you only like took times. two home, didn't you? I think I took three home. Okay, three or I don't four. Know. I thought there were six of them. Well, I bought them because yeah. they were like the whole set. Yeah, but then I'm like. You couldn't have taken three home, did you? I know you sold at least three. I think you took I was, three home. I'm pretty sure I have three. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, I'm surprised you sold the Broken Green Lantern. Because I've been carting that, that guy around. That guy was really checking it out. I had to sell that guy on it, man. Because he was like, he's like, can I see it? And I was like, yeah. So I opened it up. He's like looking at it. Like, what kind of condition is it in? I'm like, I'm trying to put it together. I'm like. Oh, it doesn't go. Yeah, it looks like it's broken because I didn't know it was broken. I was <laughs> I like, I was like, broken. I, he told me, but I, he wasn't doing the selling. I was too busy, like, and so I was like, so. yeah, it's like it looks and I like. I had no idea until this guy like walks off with the Green Lantern. I'm like, you sold that? Did he know it was broke? <laughs> yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, it looks like you just glue it right there. And what you have it like ten bucks or something? Yeah, and I was like. I mean, yeah, I think you just glue it. I mean, Tim Bucks, it's kind of hard to go wrong. And he's like, yeah, that's true, Tim Bucks. Green Lantern's one of my favorite characters. Or something. I was like, okay, well, this isn't Green Lantern, it's Sinestro. I know, it's Sinestro. But, hey, dude, I think a little glue, and you can just plop that right on there, you'd right. be good to go. He's like, yeah, I'll take it. I was like... I carded that... Dude, I never opened that thing. I, it came broken. I'm sure it like, did. Like, I bought that... Don't you hate it when does stuff like that? Well, I know, but I bought it, like, years ago when we had the Diamond account, and it was like... But why did one you buy those... that? Because it was dirt cheap. Because it's Green Lantern. And it's Sinestro. It but you don't cool. really like Sinestro. Or I know, Lantern. but it was like dirt cheap. Like, I still probably lost money on it. But any, it doesn't matter. And so, like, I took it around and tried to sell it for years at shows. Like, marked down to, like, 30 bucks. It's like those Watchmen figures we find. Oh, yeah. How did we get rid of those finally? I don't know. No, I still have one. Yeah, I, I got rid of those Buffy No, figures. I still have one. I bought some of those ones in man. So, like, I finally got tired of carting stuff dude. around, and then when we moved into the house that we're in, I started putting stuff up, and I'm like, well, fuck it, I can't sell it. I'll just break it out, and I'll just display it. Yeah. And I take it out, and I'm like, oh, it's broken. So it's been... <laughs> I mean, it could have gotten broken when I carted it around, but it, I had never this. opened it. How did we get on this subject? I thought we were talking about Twig. I don't know. We, we were talking about Twig. Twig. So what do you think of the art? Because Kyle got Well, trades. the art is really fantastic. The The big thing, too, is the coloring. The coloring. Yeah. Oh, Holy yeah. crap. The coloring and your inking, shading type stuff is just incredible. It's but, not mine. But, well, I know, but you, you do that. You do you that. Know, I type do. things. You know the effort that's needed. For that type of type of stuff, but uh, eh, Kyle does it all digital. It's not that much effort. 
<laughs> cool. Just kidding. I don't know though, but the art just is kidding. really great. The, just the overall character design. Yeah, yeah. Don't you feel like that is just fantastic throughout this book? Yeah, like every panel is like. A I haven't art. finished it, and the... but I'm on like issue three. But I can't imagine it's only five. Like they have to do something. It really it. goes fast. It does. It's it goes really fast, weird because yeah. you're like. And then, like, at the end of four, it's like, I don't... I'm like, how are they coming back from this in one issue? Because yeah. it feels like everything is falling apart, and you're like... And they do somehow. Yeah, you it know, does. in some just ways. Just kind of wrap it up. Yeah, they, well, they it do, de- but... It definitely feels like the 80s kind of, you know, like, oh, you just have to believe in your heart it kind does. of thing. It it's does. Like, it's like it, an end of Secret of Nim where she, like, uses the amulet to raise everything up, and it all... It does. Works out. A bit on that type of thing. <clears throat> kind of it, thing. it has that feel, but I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. It, it's light, it, it, you know, but the character design is so great. They did <laughs> so good on trying to make something that really hits a little bit of a nostalgia feel. Yeah. Plus, just overall has a mix of kind of that dark with cute factor. I mean, it's just weird. Well, like, you know, every panel of, like, his face has a different facial expression. It's yes. just done really well. It just feels like a cartoon. But, you know, the kind of the bad guys, you know that they're not exactly, you know, they, you know they're kind of bad. Or that yeah. there's something not there, you know. Yeah, right, you're you right. Know? The design and the character. The design there is, really is very clear, you know, and kind of how yeah. some of that goes. But it still feels very unique yeah. with what they did. So, um, so yeah, I've got to give Kyle a lot of credit. I, I don't know how much you know is between him and Scotty for the character design, but they I think really it's mostly just, Kyle because I think Scotty's just the writer. That's what I thought, but you know, I don't know. They've been collaborating for a while yeah. too, you know, on some of that. But the character, like I say, I can't get over how well the characters are in this yeah. this book. It's just well, it's beautiful. Funny when I first talked to him about one before it even started coming out, he's like, "Yeah, it's just like a five issue thing, and it's." You know, that's all we're doing, and we could always do more, but it's really meant to be, like, a one story. Yeah. And at the end, it's, like, Twig will return. So I was like, yeah, it says Twig will, Twig will return. He's like, yeah, I know. It sold really well, so we'll do it again. <laughs> so we're going to do something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would cool. imagine. But I think that just shows, you know, a big chunk on these creator-owned things on how big that uh, overall design and everything else are, you know, that you can really lift any a lot of stories there throughout there you know i don't want to discount it because it still is it feels streamlined you know type things they they scotty you know for writing this did a very good job of keeping a fast pace going throughout and not letting you you know really have a whole lot of time to breathe you know in a lot of ways it moves at a good pace which I think is is another why reason why it succeeds. Yeah, well, it's funny because I was we also because the first issue, you know, there was news when at Planet how many if, at, how many issues it sold, like it sold really well, oh, like yeah, the numbers yeah. and all that. <clears throat> and I was like, so how did the numbers? Because they don't they don't publish those anymore because Diamond stopped putting stuff out. I was like, did it drop off? He's like, yeah, it was pretty normal drop off. You know, he's like, yeah, I don't know how people do more than like five or ten issues of a series because the drop-off is just so you know big, big. and then it just kind of levels out and just keeps slowly dropping Eroding. off it's like i don't know how you do like a 30 issue series because it's like it just does doesn't sell anymore you know what i mean it's really weird the way comics sell like the long tail of it type it's of the thing. reason why you've always got to do a new number one every yeah exactly that's re- why it's reboot, like because then they'll know, order more and it's like yeah it's just bizarre the way the market works mm. but yeah 
Kind of curious how the new I Hate Fairyland will do, you know, because it's a new number one, right. a new series that just came out today. And it's like the other series, it started high and then it was just dropping, dropping, dropping off. Did it start high as well? Okay. Oh, yeah, it started high. Because it's the first Scotty Young creator on the series, so people kind of went pretty crazy for it. But, um, yeah, it's just weird how it works. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Mm, I don't know either. But thank you. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I was kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, no. Especially being that... Uh, well, you like Scotty and you like Kyle. I do, stuff. yeah. I do a lot of that type of stuff. But, yeah. It just, uh, you know, for what I've seen from Kyle, you know, in the past, yeah. it seems to be a... a rather departure it's really different from, from like spread yeah you know which was more horror and stuff well yeah and it just seems like sometimes this what i've seen of his style is a little bit more um how do you put it dark it, well it's dark but it has that almost when he's gritty. doing it it almost has that gritty dirty feel yeah you know which is really good you know with what he does in there but and not saying here you know he he cleans it up a bit which is yeah. interesting and but he still keeps with some, like I said, some of those more evil type characters. He kind of gets that darkness feel of his, yeah. but still keeps these clean lines that are a little different than I usually am used to seeing from him. Yeah. So have you ever seen really my, cool. um, Mel Mac Vice? I got uh, commissions I from know. Scotty. From I, I mean, Kyle. From Kyle, from Kyle, not Scotty. I don't think so. I'll have to dig him up and bring him. Mm, yeah. Have to. Well, there's a you just have one or cool two. story. I did two. Wow. So like, I was. Yeah. It was before one of the shows. It might have been like Free State or something, and he had posted something online or whatever, and it said uh, something about he would do uh, half price commissions uh, if it was Mel Mac Vice. And so I messaged him or and i'm like what the hell is mel is that a thing mel mac vice because mel mac is like alf and he's like well no it's not a thing it's a thing in my head and i want it to be a thing but it's not really a thing and i'm like so what are you talking he's like yeah i'll do a commission it's called uh, mel mac vice or whatever and he said he would do it for half of what he normally charges for a commission cool and so i'm like because he has this idea and said i'm like okay. f it do it let's go for it yeah <laughs> so he did it and i mean it's like you know alf mel max and like there's like dude with a knife stabbed in his back laying on the street dead you know that kind of thing and so then like it's well, the right up your alley right i know so then like at the next show like next year i like message i'm like are you still doing those half off mel mac vice things <laughs> and it's like for I you yes yes <laughs> so i had him do another yes. one so i have like two of them or whatever but, cool yeah. Well, he's done an IG-88 for me that I just freaking oh, love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it just that. rocks, yeah. But, yeah, when he does, like, he's a huge uh, Ren and Stimpy fan. Oh, I can and, believe that. And, and, and that freaking... Uh, the two pieces oh, that he the, did this the year. Mickey Mouse and the Donald Duck. And the Donald Duck. Duck they're, uh, very, Ren, they're very Ren and yes. Stimpy-ish. Baltimore and I were talking about that or whatever. Because yeah. Baltimore got the Donald, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, it reminds me of that. And he goes, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was cool. All right, what do you got? Me? Anything we're to talk about? I don't know what. So I picked up these yeah, were much. these were two dollar these were the two dollar comics. Um, so I just took a chance. I've always wanted to check this out. This new what? Superman. Really? It's like the yeah. Because you need. It's like a Chinese Superman. Superman. Yeah, of course. Why um, 
Like, I don't know. I just, it's by that Yang guy. Uh, <laughs> the guy I, who did American Born Chinese? Yes, that guy. Gene. Yeah, uh, Gene Yang. Gene Yang, yeah. And, I don't know. It just, the art looked cool. And so, like, he <laughs> Because had, he's Chinese, they had him write a Chinese superman. Right, I know. That's not racist. No, not at all. But when this book came out, I was, like, sort of interested in it, but I never bought it. So, they had these for, like, he had these for $2. But he didn't have the whole run, so, like, it started with oh. two. So I didn't get number one. But he had like two, three, four, five, up to like, I think I bought up to like 12, but I was missing like a couple issues. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Do you, you want to buy them for $2 a piece? Absolutely not. I get my money back. No. Um, it's all right. I, I just, I don't know if I wasn't in the mood to read it. Like You weren't in the mood for Chinese Superman? <laughs> I, I mean, you got to be in the right mood to have well, a Chinese Well, they have Superman. the whole, there's a whole Chinese... Justice Leagues. There's like a there Chinese is. Batman. Oh, of course. And a Chinese Wonder Woman. I think they sold this in the wrong country. I know. They probably um, should sell in China. So I, I chugged through two issues just to try to... I mean, I know there's a lot of Americans who want to read about a Chinese Justice League, but... Right. Just to try to get a feel for it. But I don't know. It wasn't like my favorite thing. Didn't they really do I've that in like seems, Red Sun or something like that? Seems a little niche. Maybe. That was a communist. I I well, China... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. but that's like Russia. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know. I'm not sold on it. I still have like seven or eight issues to read. That that'll be fun for you to read. Um, I read Limbo Beach. Yes. Still waiting for my copy. The art's cool. Yeah. The story's okay. It's nothing great. Buster does a lot of fun things with like the layouts and the art, which is really the star. But the story is basically they all there's these kids that end up on this island or beach. And each kid who shows up has like some has some kind of a power. I have. You should so, talk about this first. You know that. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, Lord of the Flies with superpowers on a weird beach thing. Okay. It's nice. kind of like Don't Worry, Darling, a little bit. There's like it? a weird like overlord kind of thing that's in charge. You know, I don't know. It's okay. It's just I mean, okay. Huh? Just it okay. sounds actually. Kind but of the Buster art's really cool. The story's say, not horrible. Like it, it sounds it, an interesting concept. Yeah, it reads okay. I mean, it's just. There's not a lot to it, but uh, well, you might like it. Yeah, it has Are a very much of a dozen. It looks fairly quick. It's a quick it's read. A, it doesn't truth. take long. There's a, just because I like Buster's art, I, I will definitely yeah. give this a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. I mean, you won't go. You won't. There's a blurb on the back from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I know. Why wouldn't there be a, a blurb from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and talk about that, that one, too? All right, so they're talking about... I have that. They're talking about following down. But I haven't down. read it yet. By Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. It's the fifth book in the Reckless series. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is actually kind of an intellectual. Like, he writes columns well, and No, I stuff. get that. It's just, yeah. I wouldn't think but he would, you would think read that would comic, like, graphic really novels. I know, graphic reads, novel comics. He, he reads, Don, I won't tell you. So. I, I think not, it's great. No, I think but it's great. I'm kind of with Don. Just, I'm a little surprised that, like, as, as Kareem, you are right, Kareem comes off with as a very intellectual type of basketball player, especially as he's, since being retired and whatever else, mm -hmm. seems to be involved in a lot of things, very sharp. It's surprising that a kind of Noyar comic type thing is something that, that, I'd be I'd be curious of the story on how the hell this guy ended up on his radar. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Type of maybe he's scenario. a huge comic. I think book he's a huge Blue Baker fan. Who maybe, isn't a Blue Baker maybe. fan? So I don't know. That's just weird. Follow me down. 
is another home run from these guys. I was reading online, someone read it. It's like, ah, these are starting to feel the same-ish. It's like, I don't okay. know. Is that a problem? I don't know if they are. <laughs> right? This one felt like it was stronger. Like, I mean, people are like, ah, maybe it's starting to get along the tooth a little bit. And I'm like, no, not really. This was one of the... This one's cool because, you know, the last book was about Anna. And this yes. is what was happening while he was out of town when Anna was going through her thing. Okay. So it's whatever... So it's what it was, he was What doing. he was doing. But it's cool because it, um, the way they tell the story, it's a missing person case, right? And so he's chasing this lady down, trying to find this guy's wife. And so it's pretty cool how he goes about it. He actually does some cool, like, detective stuff. Does it start at the end like they all do? No, this one does not start at the end. Really? No, it doesn't at all. That's kind of It starts a little bit. See, they're changing up their style a little bit. It starts a little bit previous, but not really. It's like, I think it's... See what he's done. But uh, made me look. Um, so he's chasing this, trying to find this missing person, this guy's wife, um, and basically, there's she was kind of abused as a kid, and there's this group of brothers and their dad who were kind of the abusers, and so she's going around basically killing her abusers, tracking down these criminal guys, but they're hard to find because they're like criminal; they're kind of in the wind or whatever. So it takes a cool turn. I don't want to spoil it because you're still going to read it. Because you know I'm going to read it. That looks thicker than normal. I don't know if it is. What's really cool is it does a cool thing at the very end where it jumps ahead like 15 years. Hmm. And so they've never really done that before. And in doing that, they reveal some things that happen in 15 years. You're like, oh, really? That's That's disappointing. Yeah, like I'm not – I can't believe you – did that or you said that or you said that's what happens because what the hell you know kind of thing so well now um, he's got 15 years of stories to write well yeah well now they're going to take a break from these apparently like they're doing a different book for i mean yeah they did five in like two years so they're going to take a little break and they're going to do a new series or a new book actually it's a graphic novel and i don't know if they'll go right back to this if they're going to do some more criminal after that or what they're going to do but anyway it was very good i really liked it i will read that I forgot that I got that. But cool. yeah. The following down title is very fitting. So nice. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's got some cool like something great twists, to read. Like how Ethan handles Scott's it. It's gonna read Limbo Beach. Jesus, everybody read it. I ordered that thing like eighteen months ago. Wow. Gotta go read it. I see mine that I ordered from the comic book store never came and it's from a comic book store I'm not pre- going to anymore. I pre ordered it as well. Right. And I told those guys, if my stuff ever comes in, let me know. Because I had like a bunch of stuff that never came in, and that was on there. I keep waiting every month. But you get yours through DCBS. Yeah. So has Diamond just not got them yet? I have no idea. That must be what's going on. I just, you guys Buster was going on? He doesn't know. He, he's <laughs> mad that I don't have it. He still hasn't like, got all his payments. He had them at... Oh, really? He's still he, waiting on another check. Huh. He had them at um, Free State, and I didn't buy it from him because I told him I pre-ordered it and I hadn't gotten it yet. And then I talked to him at this show and I'm like, dude, I still haven't gotten it. Um, I usually get my... Did you pre-order the hardcover or the softcover? Hardcover. Okay. I usually get my um, order like around the, anywhere from like the 5th to the 10th of the month. And so I hadn't gotten my shipment yet before the convention. And I was telling him, well, I hope I, you know, fingers crossed it'll be in this one. And then I got it, and it wasn't in there. So. Well, it's funny because he's got three different I mean, versions of it at his table. He's got like a soft cover, a hard cover, and then like a slipcase cover. And he's like, "So which one do you want?" I'm like, 
do you be like the total cheap bastard and be like, I'll have the trade that's like the cheapest or you? So I picked like the middle one. I didn't get the big slipcase I version. I ordered the hardcover. I want the hardcover. I don't like trades. How much was the slip, the slip cover? 75. Uh, what's the hardcover? I think he was charging, I want to say 30 or 40. Really? I don't know. It's Buster. I'll throw him some money at him. No, I understand. I just, I don't remember how much I paid when I'm pre-ordered. Yeah, I don't know how much I, it was pre-ordered either. This says twenty nine nine, so it must have been thirty. 30. Maybe the trade was like twenty or fifteen yeah. or something. I want to hear what Scott thought about Badlands. Badlands. It's a story of lust, betrayal, and America. It kind of is. <laughs> it reminds me of like some motorcyclists or something like that. But um, those guys could have been at the Toys for Tots. These guys in this thing certainly could. Yes, they could. So this is kind of like a different take on the Kennedy assassination. Kind of, you know, Drew explained it very well in his thing a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, in which it's it's purely, this is something in which it's a fictional conspiracy type theory type thing. They go, hey, you know, we hear all these things about John F. K. or, you know, uh, JFK. Let's throw our own little spin on some something uh, just to have a you know a story uh basically it's a guy that gets out of jail uh some people that he used to know probably from whatever reason one way or another offer him some jobs you know and things he's trying to do what he can but it's almost like he has a little bit of a ps oh, what is it ptsd ptsd yeah type of thing going on but anyway he makes some decisions where he's ended up working for somebody that is involved with, you know, planning the assassination of the president, you know, type stuff. And things happen which basically get him involved to put to the point where he is one of the shooters for the president. Because they do reveal at the end that they basically had a couple of people that were there to try to make sure that this happens. But uh, for what it is, it's worthwhile. It moves at a pretty fast pace, you know, type stuff. I just don't feel like it's real... What's the word I'm looking for? Deep in a way. I mean, it's it's kind of like a, it, it feels yeah. strangely like it's a one trick pony type of thing. There's it no, really is, yeah. there's nobody that's really likable. It, it it falls into a lot of stereotypes, and by the time it all ends, it's like just trying to figure out how the hell we they can kill everybody as fast. I feel as like possible. it could. So, it's like a poorly done like David Laffam thing. I know? could see that. Yeah. Like it's like it's not quite as good as Laffam, but it's kind of like that same kind of vibe. Like if someone was trying to imitate Laffam. Yeah, maybe. Not that that's what Stephen Burke was doing. You know, even that or trying to be a little Tarantino esque or something like that. Yeah. You know, I but they just that. doesn't have the the sharp witty dialogue. Yeah, it's not quite there. Stuff. It's yeah. just very. Kind of basic. It really is, and it's kind of disappointing to say because it's kind of a unique idea, it I is. guess, in some ways. And I think it's done okay. But, I'm with you. It's but, done okay, but it just wasn't. There was something missing where it just didn't quite, you know, really just strike as, oh wow, this is just really good. Did I tell you about the artist guy? Uh, I, I don't think so. So Vince Gerano, he did comics. Okay. After he quit comics and started doing paintings. Oh, okay. Maybe I did tell you. You may have. You may have. paintings go for like a million dollars. They don't go for that much. They go for like 15000 I think you did mention something oh, yeah, about did. this. Yeah. I want to show you these guys' paintings. Yeah, you, you did Because what did you think about the time. art? I thought it was solid. I mean... Solid, but nothing great, right? No, it, I didn't think it was anything that was hugely... I could have drawn that. ...over the top or anything. So this <coughs> is one of his paintings. That is a painting? That's a painting. It's not a photograph. It's a painting. Holy crap. That's impressive. Right? 
These are the kind of paintings he does. Wow. And that's the kind of comics he made. Wow. <laughs> yeah, his, his paintings are very lifelike and, and cool. You know, this, on the other hand, almost has like a Lapham. Lapham? Is that how you Yeah, like these are like his, feel? his paintings. They look, they're very photorealistic, which is interesting because they're nothing like his comic oh, art. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but anyway. I agree. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Huh. 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 Somebody's got a hell of an eye there and type stuff. Are you guys done? Do you just have fables? Uh, yeah, we just have fables. I think so. I did read your guys' ocular combustion from Don and Drew. Oh. Pretty cool. Oh, I actually kind of like the first story there. Did you read this? I did. Oh, you like the first story? I did. You I, would. I, you like sci-fi stuff. I do like sci-fi stuff. It, it I've completely like rewritten this, it already. This indoor gritty feel, you know, type things and, and, and stuff. Uh... But I could almost, it, it, this one was a little tempting there. The other one, I don't know I as don't much. Like it. What's that? I don't, I'm not going to say I don't like it. It just, it, it there are feel, pages missing. It felt like, and that may have been part of the problem, <laughs> is the fact that it feels <laughs> like in the middle there's pages over, missing. <laughs> overly just quick, you know? It yeah. like, what the? I didn't heck? have all the pages. So that's why it's like kind of a sampler. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it feels like a So true it'll flow sample, a little better. You know, type thing. So it's like, with all well, the, the art's cool and okay, there's something there. Whereas the, the first one at least was kind of trying to give a, a better, a better, like, you know, self contained type story. Yeah. And it does, the second one does leave on a cliffhanger as well. Whereas the other one I, was more like just a short thing in this world that the, we're going to expand but the, on. But the as we worst go. thing about that is it almost had like little to do with what your intro was. That's true. So you go, I, if I wouldn't have read that at all, I would Dude. not have guessed that they were trying to like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. protect, about, you know, some type of. Well, that hasn't even started yet. One. This is like just introducing so, a It is, it is. So. But you kind of, you read that and you look at this and it's like, you're like, that's nothing to do with What about the that's intro a good point, for the second story? That is like some one of the best things I've ever read. <laughs> I agree. But it is very, it's cool, man. I mean, it is. It's so got good. like this almost '80s feel there with it, you know. I can see this being on a Star Wars crawl there. So, so, like, I don't know who wrote. Well, that. thanks for reading it, man. Yeah, yeah thanks for reading. There's it. a typo in there that somebody pointed out to me. Is there? Well, I can't spell because I'm an engineer. Well, it so said this not good. It's supposed to say this is not good. Um, <laughs> She's not supposed to speak this, this like not a good person. This, this not, not good. This not good. It's supposed to be an is. Well, she was it. in a stressful situation, so you never know what the hell they're thinking. Did you buy this? I Brad gave it to me. What? He and then I and then you? I gave he gave it to me and then I gave him one of these as we traded. But he Who's just this? gave it to me. He's like, I want you to read this and tell me what you think. That mother ever charged me ten dollars for that. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna pay ten dollars, so I guess I was like, he gave it to me. Do you think he listens? To like it was what one of those worst things where he was um, like, yeah, where he was like, hey, I got this new book. He you knows your money back. He's like, here you go. What the fuck did he do and it backwards? Then, and then no, backwards. No, it's a wraparound cover. <laughs> Well, but all the stuff yeah, is I over know. here. I know. Oh, yeah. You know, is, type of thing. So am I supposed to read it from the other way? But Dude, did yet you read he that? Did this? I did. I, I was mean, like... the credits are back in here. I liked it. Oh, did you? It's okay. I didn't believe it. I don't know what it was. Well. Like, it, I laughed out loud. Like, the horse is funny. Oh, yeah. It didn't make me laugh out loud. Oh. I thought the horse was funny. I really, I don't know. I, I like, it, wasn't my, is this? it wasn't really my kind of humor. I dig this style. I guess it's Angus. I'm just glad Brad finally. It's Angus by a comic. Uh, Brad Boss cool. and Jason Colvin. Um, nice. And 
I, I can, it's like some Viking guys and a horse and like. It's like a talking horse and a Viking It's like a Mr. Ed and a Viking. And I thought it was funny. I liked the. I thought the art was nice. I liked the art. I even liked, like, he did some cool, like, layouts. Like, they're not just normal, like, comic layouts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really tried to, like, look at it and, like, kind of. I guess, like, I don't know what the word is, like... Break it down a little? Break it down a little, but I mean, like, it, it's not normal layouts. Like, some of the layouts were kind of cool, like, not some just... curves and Not just panels, yeah. like, slanted stuff, like, I don't know. I The art's kind of cool, like... I, yeah, I, I like Brad doing a looser style like this. Yeah. It's a little more cartoony, a little so, more I mean, looser I'd, than the stuff he normally does. I kind of enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. Um... um I mean, there's not much to it. Yeah, it's pretty basic. Uh, it's but, just this guy, this Viking or whatever. With he fights a dragon. Horse, and he fights a dragon at the end. And it's like they're telling stories at the pub or bar or whatever. So it kind of flashes back like the little, I don't know, those dwarves, I guess. The dwarves with the eyeballs on, the one with the eyeball in his helmet. I don't know. I was like... You said take my ten dollars for issue two. I, I did. It's well, that was ten dollars. Yeah, it's free to me, Scott. Yeah, that son of a bitch charged me ten dollars at AirCap or somewhere else. No, at, at uh, I think it was Free State. Free? Did you go to Free State? I didn't go to Free State. That must have been Free State. Cool. Because he came up. To, I think it was like he came up and he's like, "Dude, have you seen my book?" He's like, "You got to check it out." And he's like, "Here it is. That'll be ten dollars." Like. Uh, okay, nice. Cool. I I mean it's fine. I don't mind. Like it's nice support when you your buds. support your buds. Support your buds. Like a local artist. You kind of are complaining. I'm not complaining. All right. What else did you read? I read Black Orchid. I've read that a long time ago. Did you read you it? You should have told me. I would have read. So this was. I've never read it. If I still have it. Yeah, it's no game. It's his Dave first McKean. comic. Huh? It's no game. His first comic. This is pre Sandman. Yes. Really. Wow. That's what Does got him in the comics. Way? Huh? Does it seem that way? Uh, I thought that he did... This is so weird, so I bought this from... It may have came out after Sandman, but I think he wrote it before. I bought this from the Monsters Layer. It was one of the sets that I picked oh, up. Oh, yeah. So, it's a readhesive bag, and they taped it. Nice. Do you want to make sure that thing make stays Make sure it closed? stays. Well, they never open. pulled the thing off. They never used this. Oh, well, they that's just, smart. They taped it. I'm like, what the hell? The art is really cool. Um, well, they got like a nine-hour drive. They got lots of free time. It's fine. It's <laughs> just like, I pull it. I'm like, there's tape on it. I feel it. like I don't have all those. Um, there's so only three of them? Up. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a three, it's like the... Uh, what do you call it? Like a prestige format. Like right. It came out in like the freaking late 80s or right. whatever. Yeah, so, I remember there were some other I ones mean, that I did this with. I think there was like a, a Punisher that Marvel did called like Shadow Masters or something weird. That oh, yeah. I bought that. Yeah. The whole set. They had the set of them. Well, fuck you. I have that set I've been trying to sell. Oh, well, I probably would have just given it to you and you bought it. I bought it. Because I had the first issue. Oh, dude, it's terrible. It is pretty bad. I've like, been trying to get I rid of that. I tried to read it. Like, I popped open the first issue, and I'm, like, halfway through it. I had to put it down. Cause yeah, I it's not very good. Uh, 1988. I don't have those anymore. You got rid of them? Yeah. 1988 is when it's published. Wow. Yeah. Um, Sandman came out before 88, didn't it? 89. 
Was it 89? Wow. wow. Dude, I've heard the stories. He said that was like his first thing he did for them. Okay, fine. Whatever. Is it, is it cool? It might have been. I like it. it. I think it was in the Todd yeah. McFarlane lawsuit uh, transcript. Oh, gotcha. Because they were asking how much he made for stuff. He's like, gotcha. well, I got paid this much for Black Orchid before I really even did okay. anything. Well, they turned this into a series, too. Um, but, ba- okay, so it ties into the DC universe. So there's this, it starts out, there's this uh, superhero lady, heroine. Um, She's a heroine? Called the Black Orchid. <laughs> and you should name a book that heroine. She dies. Like, right off the bat. Like, she gets killed. And then it turns out that she's like... That would help it stick. Right? (laughs) Then she turns out that she's like a plant. Like, a... Like, a thing that grows out of the ground. Plant, not like a plant. Like an orchid. Right, like an orchid. Like an orchid. And, um... He ties it all into, like, um... The Swamp Thing. Um, Alec... What's his name? Alec... Holland... And then Poison Ivy is in it, and then there's, like, another... Uh, who's the dude that he used? Um, Wood- Plant Man. Woodrue, Plant Man? Woodrow? Yeah, Plant Man. Woodrow. Yeah, Woodrow him. Wilson. And there's, like, another guy that I've never heard of, and they're, like, all these uh, botanists, scientists, whatever, biologists, and they come up with the way to make these plant people. Nice. And so it all... So the, the main character dies but then is reborn like in another orchid like human person whatever and so the whole story is basically like this new orchid like waking up and trying to find out who she is where she's from because like the guy that created her like dies and so she goes to arkham and she tries to find those people that talk to him to find out and she ends up finding Alec Holland the swamp thing and kind of explain things and so <clears throat> this sets up well <clears throat> it kind of ends it kind of doesn't but it also sets it up so there was like I looked it up is there Constantine in this? to see how long it was uh no I don't think Constantine okay sorry it just looked like it might have been yeah well there's more story to it than that like there's behind I mean there's more stuff in it but that's basically the gist of it okay um the art's really cool like the painted Dave McKean yeah. stuff cause Dave McKean did a lot of the um, all of or most of I think the Sandman covers. covers yeah um so yeah I agree with you anyway I didn't realize this was pre-Sandman. I thought this was after Sandman. And it kind of felt like... I was assuming it was after Sandman. And so it was. It felt kind of like... Uh, uh, Gaiman trying to... Um, expand the universe? Expand or? it and like write DC stuff. Because like it has Alex Luthor in it. Batman's in it. It's got, you know, Swamp Thing. Like it's got all the, all the stuff. So... Hmm. It's interesting now to think to know that it's pre Sandman. I mean, he might have had the Sandman written. I don't know. Right? No, I I understand. I don't know what Ori did stuff in, but hmm. cool. I thought Sandman came out like in eighty. Anything else before our fables? Um, one other thing. Um, did you buy? You probably didn't. Did you buy the ash can, the Frank Miller? No. Um, ash can. Frank, it's going to be a no for me. You're not going to buy Ronin 2? Oh, I will when it 
Comes oh. out as a trade. I'm gonna buy the ash can or the stupid series. I'll just wait for the trade. Gotcha. So it's it's got like I have a question for you about that though. Yeah. So Frank Miller's starting his publishing initiative. Right. I didn't tell you on of the, you people know, who buy it. comics right now. I would look like my. Who even remembers what Ronin was? Yeah. I mean I know, that book right? is from the eighties. I, I mean barely people barely know who Frank Miller is, but nobody remembers Ronin. Like if you're like a Somebody younger than us who's buying comics, you're not gonna know what Ronin is. How it's is Ronin too? Yeah, but there aren't many of us around still buying comics. I, know, I don't I think. Well, I think with Frank Miller and Sin City, like people will check it out. I don't know. Um, I just recently read Ronin for the first time, and for the first I even, time, I don't even remember what the hell happened in it. But so it's Ronin. So this is an Ashcan preview book. Basically, it was a dollar. It's got it's a like a full-size comic like it took me a while to read it so uh philip tan is doing the artwork on the ronin book two um frank miller is doing the the layouts sandman um, started in 1989 89 wow that was right i didn't doubt you don did i did it just doesn't seem like see he's still doubting me yeah it's the way my timeline lines up i thought it was later than that so earlier you graduated than that. high school wasn't it yeah so i thought i was reading it when i was in high school it didn't make sense that it was out of high school but whatever um so anyway, i don't remember a whole lot about ronin uh the art the philip tan art is cool it's like frank miller layouts it. and then artwork and then um why did they go in this picture i don't know i like it though it's kind of gritty and then there's like a story um it's a Co Emma Kubert or something. I wonder if that's like one that's of the Kubert's daughter. Which one? One of one them. Of the Kubert's daughter. Yeah, and I then think. the last story is like written by this uh, Chris Silvestri. I wonder if that's does Mark Silvestri have kids? Oh. But anyway, there's three in here. Yeah, at least. Well, that. That's just like a couple pages oh, of like whatever, and then that's the Dio one, which I didn't order that. And that thing, I don't know, it was slightly interesting. And then there's something at the end I couldn't tell if that was part of the, the Dio story or if that's like another thing. And then there's ads in the back for Oh, Sin City or Western. Minara's Minara's gonna do like a Sin City story, and then a Western Sin City too is supposed to be coming, oh. but. I, I like the Philip Tan artwork on the Roman too. Um, I'm not so sure how the story is going to turn out, but um, the artwork. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. I was looking at it as you were flipping through that. Oh, I it was gotcha. Cool. I didn't know if you got to see it, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I was kind of looking over your shoulder there. Gotcha. So. All right. That's all I have. We can do fables. Cool. Everybody read it? Yeah. I read it. Yeah. Inherit the Wind. Does it okay? So the story goes like whatever four or five issues, and the there's a Christmas issue, and then there's like a like a compilation. Is that the end of the trade, or was there another book? Just uh, there's one more after the Christmas issue, but I don't know if it was an issue. Right, it was, like it was basically issues. Issues. after the Christmas. Okay, yeah. so did the Inherit the Wind end, and then we had two? Yes. Inherit the Wind ends, and then you have two. Which one was the Christmas story? Right, the said. Christmas story. And then the, what the was other this one was like in those bit. days. It was just like which one? In those days. I don't know that. Oh, is that the one where the 
You did have that torch. And those days. Yeah, there you that. go. Yeah. yeah, sorry. You had to... Yeah. Which, that one was like, to me, it was one of those ones where it was like another one of those little one-shot things, almost yeah. like when they like had... Like when you answered the questions. We're answering questions. Right. Well, in this yeah. case, it was like that just was... a little bit of a couple one-shot like, I stuff, didn't which... get the whole turtle thing, but the Pinocchio, the, the uh, Geppetto thing was kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when it comes to those days, those ones, I don't know. I take it with a grain of salt, and they're usually fairly short. I was a little confused. So, it's been a while. Maybe just a lot had happened, but I don't remember Buffkin getting to Oz. Uh, he did that in the previous one. Okay, so we're, we're going to go with that. In the previous but one, can he, he was climbing fly? and climbing. No, he fly? got his wings chopped off. When did his wings get chopped fried. off? Oh, my God. That like was, a long, long time yeah, ago? Yeah, it was way... Okay. Back before the Geppetto War. Okay, but within so, the Fables thing, he got his wings cut off. Yes, within okay. this this timeline of okay. uh, things. Somewhere right. between issue 1 and 50, he okay. got his wings. And I have one other question before we get into the main yeah. story. Those are, you answered that one. That was pretty good. Um, what the hell is going on with Rose? Like, what is this thing in, that she's doing? Like, the Christmas thing? Yeah, like she's like going to be type of hope. When did that happen? So I expect that is a, something that's uh, coming from the fact that she was being visited by that golden entity. Yeah, the one that know, happened that at case. the end of the last arc. Yes. And but they didn't talk happened. about that specifically, did they? Because I went back and looked at it. Talk about that she's Her... a, a type of hope? Yeah. No, they did not. But I think that's part of what's happening here yeah, and why just, she I was thought visited. I needed... A better so, segue to that. I don't know. It just seems weird. I, I, for what I take it is, it's just a little bit of foreshadowing of what's to come. Okay. You know, and this whole thing, I think, as it goes on, you know, especially after they defeated Geppetto, you know, the adversary. Now, and Ben had the dark, and I feel like the dark man was while Willingham was trying to think of, okay, where do I really want to go? And then after that, he kind of gets back into the whole... Rose, Snow, Bigby, you know, type of yeah. type of things, which is what I think he, you know, made his bread and butter on. And so it's kind of wrapping around there. Because even Inherit the Wind is all about, you know, Snow and Bigby's kids. And in fact, the next ones are going to focus on, on that a little bit, you know, as well. I mean, what did you like? Did you enjoy the seven or the five, you know, Inherit the Wind? Yeah, I thought those were really well. I tend to... What is going on know. with... What's going on with, like, art? Like, Yeah, that's what I said the other issue he was doing that. And I was like, it's like it's painted. It's like painted. But it's only like a couple pages. Yeah, I found that too. It was only a couple pages, I thought. And so, yeah, I was saying the same thing before. And you all were like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like the difference between that first page or yeah, those first two. Like those. This little bit. Then all of a sudden it gets back to then his Then it style. goes to this. Yeah. Then yeah. it goes back here. Yeah. Like those kind of. I like the painted stuff, but I don't I know. Do. It's very, I do. I was just like it's just all what? over the place. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it too. I didn't know what the heck was going on. I liked the. Uh, I mean, the inherit the wind stuff is kind of cool. I guess. I mean, it's just. It's, I thought it it's was another cool story because it's, it's kind of like yeah. Well, I mean, it's furthering you know the fact that uh, Snow and Bigby's kids have like a bigger role to play and. In the whole, right. I like the little history, prophecy thing. That was yeah. kind of ominous. Yeah, with the kid. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, he tells them that. I know. 
Like, he tells the parents that, and then they're like, Tell us anyway. The, oh the daughter died. Like, what they're like, Oh, the daughter, the daughter is dead. We're not going to stop. I'm like, He told you the prophecy. Like, one of them's going to die, so this might be it. Why are you freaking out? Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, I kind of, I think it was in, what was the It deal? doesn't exactly wrap up, though, does it? No. You know, no. You, no, because it ends like, on a cliffhanger. Okay, well, you are the, well, I mean, number one, it ends on the cliffhanger for the Oz type things, but even the Inherit the Wind story, which, yeah. you know, to my thing is, who's taking over for the North Wind, it does kind of wrap that up, you know, who the person is that's taking over. But, you know, there there's all sorts of things in the background that are, you know, scheming to unseat yeah. her or whatever else, you know, control her in different ways. I did find that little story. I kind like of that story a lot. About the, the guy who was the magician or whatever. And that then made everybody that forget. made everybody forget or made the adversary, adversary forget, forget about you know, who Town. he is and whatever else. And then you find right. out that's why he never really cared about Fable Town because... This Yehu lived there for so long. Right, and then he gets killed, and then, obviously, in this one... And that's when Geppetto then maybe started, you know, putting his right. view back into Fable Town. And this one, I was trying to read it, and my dog needed to But it to just felt kind of tacked on a little bit. Oh, it was a cool story. Do, so it was a this... cool story, but it was like, okay, well, it means nothing now. It would have been interesting <laughs> if you had done it... Maybe it but, means I mean, something now. I still think it means, it means nothing now, Don. I don't know. Is this like a tie-in to the turtle, the first where the person was a turtle? Because they talk about a turtle. Yeah, it they is. Because they they're at the wall of the teacup. Yes. Oh, so he's like every scissor in the back of a turtle. Have you ever heard that? Like, oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the we back are of a turtle, the back. And, the, and the edge of the world is the teacup. Blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, we're on the. We are floating on. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Back of and the that was the point. That this earth, was like dude. somebody. These were like yeah, he was probably on the back of that turtle that they just showed. You're so things which are keep going. You're so not smart. He's a little condescending. Isn't we're he? on the back of a turtle. <laughs> It's weird they said the turtle is on another turtle. Like, no, the turtle is just walking along the earth. No, we are on the back of a turtle on a flat earth. Yes, but the other turtle is walking on a flat earth that's part on top of another turtle, which is in turn on on rockets flying through space, man. That's right. And it's part of Orion's belt. Uh, Cool. But yeah, I like the. Like I said, I think Fables would be better if Buckingham just drew all of it. He well, and, yeah. and I didn't have all these weird filler issues. Dude, he did the entire I'm gonna, Christmas story. I think we story. should go back. He did re- the entire Christmas story. We should go back and like read Fables, but just read the Buckingham issues. See if it flows better. No. But he did the uh, whole Christmas issue, which yes. was like double-sized, and then he had to take a Who break. Who is the ghost that she owes a deal to? It kind of looked almost like Boy Blue. <laughs> what ghost? Oh yeah, he did kind of look like back Blue. To life. Yeah, yeah, and that just kind of ended on the cliffhanger. Like now you have to bring me. Now you have to bring me back to life, dude. He's just like, right. I don't and, know how to do that. And what happens if she doesn't? He, she said she's going to become a ghost or something. And then she wakes up, and then she didn't do it. And I'm yeah. like, and what's with the boat? Do we know what that is? I guess that leads me to the next story because isn't it called like Babes in Toyland or something? Uh, yes, it yeah. does. It is a little foreshadowing of the next one. So I yes. rebought Fables in these omnibuses, you know. Yeah, I'm done with three. This is the end. We're only down to the fourth one, so we're seventy five percent done. Do you wow. have the fourth one? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Uh, Do you have dude, four? at this point, I was just buying. I had We're to buy a hundred. I had to buy. I don't know what's going to stay in print anymore, or if it's sure. even going to be available. So I was like, dude, I better buy them because otherwise, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get it. I think we got two. up to like one fifteen. I think it's one thirteen. What do they go to? 150? 150. Well, and now they But 150 is like a trade, but yeah, now there's a new series. And where did it start from? 151. Did it start 151? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you, you what we were talking about earlier, you know, the drop off and things. Yeah, this is know, I figured yeah, they just didn't like reboot and go start back from one. Who the hell's buying this new Fables? Yeah. I mean, other than me. I'm not. Because it was 15 years ago when this book ended. Actually, it wasn't that, no, it hasn't been that long. I was like, Jesus Christ. We're at 2011 right now on issue 113. So probably, what, three or four months? So it probably ended in 2015? Probably yeah, it's like six, seven years ago. Seven years ago. It feels like... It feels longer, doesn't it? It feels like 20 years ago. The pandemic ended. does that to you. Oh, so, I tried to check Wikipedia when, but now it says 2002 to ongoing because they're republishing it. <laughs> <laughs> the number of issues is 157. Wikipedia has been updated. Damn. I know we're Damn in... Damn it, Wikipedia. But the trade for the last Fables trade came out in 2015, so yeah, about seven years. Which last trade which is Which isn't actually that long. It's not like Ronan, which is like... It's not like Ronan, which is like 40 years. 35, whatever. Yeah. Half the people who are reading Ronan are dead. That's probably true. Yeah. I was talking about something. It was like in the eighties, and I'm like, that was forty years ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago now, isn't it? It seems like yesterday. Return yeah. of the Jedi. It's the forty year anniversary, isn't it? Where they had the whole it thing, is. that whole line of action figures. They are. Yes. Yeah. Eighty three. Chris Brown and I Next were talking year. about that. Oh, now on now. It. I thought you said now it is. No, they have a line of 40th anniversary Return of the Jedi. But yeah. That are getting 40. ready to come out. For next, for next year. For next year. For next year. They're going to come out. 2023 is 40 years. Oh my God, it's like talking to a wall. From 1983. So, yes. No, they're so, already prepping and you get your pre-orders in for shit that's going to be delivered next year. For it's the almost 2023, John. And then, so, yes, it, it's, but it didn't come out until May of 2023. Six yes. months, Don. Six months. It'll be here and gone before. Do you, you know? know it. Do you know? In 1983, I in May, I turned ten. So what's that mean? You're gonna that turn fifty. Gonna no shit. Gonna be an old I've man. I've already been there. Don's already yeah. fifty. I know. I've already passed that. I know, and I I'm see like, how you look, and I'm just thinking, God damn, I'm. Up yeah. for a, that last that last six months is I pretty guess, rough. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Since so. nobody listens to this podcast anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we could. We go to breakfast with my dad. Like, we try to once a week. All right, we're we going to stop. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Thanks. Bye.